got the button man yeah it was like is he gonna do it is he gonna do it now he's just gonna let him like run out of oxygen first (laughs) by the time i realized you were all in on it i was like like, oh fuck i started doing it and then i stopped well i kept (laughs) and for those of you i was really interested by the sine waves on this on the the wave yeah no you you made a perfect uh trough like uh peak uh crest uh you know it was like a square wave and yeah, for those of you at home, topic. you'll never know what we're talking about. Welcome <laughs> to the Low Life Podcast. Uh, wow, episode 40. Holy shit, guys. Yeah. We've been almost a year. Yeah, yeah. It's uh four tens and yeah. still alive. Fuckers. Isn't that how many uh isn't that how many uh, uh cakes uh Lex Luthor stole? Sure. Yes. Don't you, you don't know I what don't I'm know. talking about, do you? I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Well, someone someone will know what I'm talking about. Because, will know because about. oh my god, I I just want to get this out of the way right now. <laughs> I'm so fucking sick of entertainment news websites like science fiction, specifically science fiction entertainment news websites, mm-hmm. which will not be named here. But mm-hmm. all they talk about is Marvel, DC. Mm-hmm. Star Wars mm. or The Walking mm. Dead. Mm-hmm. They're just, oh my God. Like, like I, I like it when they're so giving boring. you, there's like an article about one of like The Walking Dead's like tertiary characters like, was actually, spotted at a fucking Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> who actually cares about this stuff anymore? Like, it's all a corporate I mean, you know, uh, genre. I, I, think about, you know? I think about this a lot. I, I'm, I the best thing the, to happen for me creatively uh, over the course of this fucking plague is the fact that it broke like the the inertia of watching like all the Marvel shit and like trying to keep up. The second it went into these TV shows, I was like, I'm out. And it's because I yeah. remember the fucking 90s, man, when everything became all these like weird limited series and then nonstop mm. crossovers that would go like the yeah. new 52. And it, I've it, seen so much like, I mean, like, so much what, news is like now they're just like making non-canon and, TV shows and shit. And sure. like they're doing whatever they like. They're just and, and you know what, throwing great. shit at the wall and see what sticks. Great, great. Well, because you know what? I'm more excited. You know, I want to see Dune. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm th- that's something yeah. fine. I'm not necessarily invested anymore in doing all the homework necessary to, you know, keep the narrative straight. Yeah. When you're talking, we're getting into like the hundreds of hours here. And it's just like, look, nothing. You got to give me something. And now that you've like 
kind of cheapen death every time you bring a character back. You know what I mean? Like, or, yeah. or make it seem like, you know, death is not the end and all this other crap. You really lower the stakes a lot. And I'm always yeah. looking for something that like is going to grab my fucking face when I'm watching it. And, you know, like, like, Hey, to admit it, I fucking love the expanse. I love it. It's yeah. like, I, I, it, it almost eclipses everything so far and I'm only halfway through the fifth season and it's just, stellar fucking world building yeah. storytelling and every it, there's always something moving there's never like a filler moment i've not seen it like a filler episode yet everything is advancing all the plots simultaneously well, yeah it's, i mean you know when you got shit. when you've got you know like uh james i say cory right mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah yeah when you guys. got like the writers who did the actual books uh yeah to make oh, the I, series you know i mean i remember rem- good i read good choice uh, i think I read yeah. Leviathan Wakes in like fucking three days or something yeah. like that. Cause it's, it's, it, it's kind of breezy, but it's that good kind of breezy where it's like, this is what I want my space opera to be. Make it fucking yeah. wild and crazy shit, but like have it. And then they really, really paid attention to grounding it in like, physics. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's like, what makes this shit work. Like there's yeah. this one scene in one of the episodes where like the, the, the fucking portals open up. They, they, you know, you'll get to it. It'll make sense. But like these portals open up to like another dimension or you know galaxy or whatever. And this dude wants to be the first guy through it. He, he what? Oh man, yeah. What he does for a living <laughs> is that like he he races. He's trying to set times by slingshotting around planets in the solar system in this like little tiny kind of giant rocket with a little cockpit on it. And when he hits this thing, it, the physics are different in that dimension, so it slows the ship. Oh no, no, no! It's not. It. Well, it's yeah, it, it changes it the, the interaction between you know, like it changes yeah. the rules of physics is what it's doing. It's yeah, it's like exactly. a, it's a dollar, you know, and it yeah. he just and anything shreds. that it, <laughs> like anything he, it deems as a anything that this entity thing uh, deems as a is, threat yeah. will you know yeah, slow it the down threat. essentially. Right. Yeah, and they and, do a lot of great stuff with that, but yeah. like this guy is just pulled. oh yeah, he just explodes. <laughs> like, it's insane. It's, it's fucking great. It's a great shot. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's like one of those things. It was like it's early like, on. Too, you know, the... you know, something's going to happen, but you didn't expect that. No. <laughs> and it was so, oh man, great. Moment. It's so it absolute. Like it's, well, there was another one early on. I remember when I read the books, I'm like, oh, when I found out they were doing a show for it, I was like, well, fuck, are they going to like, are they going to go off? You know, like go off. You know what I mean? Like, are they going to yeah, do like every other, uh, 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 like, book series adaptation into a TV series. These right. Days. Yeah. They don't always work out. This one is really well done. And there was a scene where like, they're all captured and they're on this giant Navy vessel, which is like, like mass, like four massive skyscrapers, like in a cube there. It's like a board cube. Like it's this giant armored fucking thing. And it gets hit with a fucking rail gun. And this character that was really endearing that you were starting to like, Oh gets, God. Yeah. Gets, oh, a, gets his head gone. Because this yeah. railgun goes completely through this fucking giant ship, and it's like, yeah, oh god, Whoa, they do. And that there's a great a moment fire. where the vacuum starts pl- it starts sucking the blood back, and it's described as that in the book. And then like they did it, and I was like, all right, I'm in. What else yep. you got? You know, mm-hmm. and they've done it all. Yeah. Like they've really what they've changed isn't doesn't matter. Like yeah. it's not that big a deal. They're not going to waste you know any time. But the books didn't even really waste any time. Yeah, I'm right here, buddy. Yeah. Come here, AC. Come here. What you doing, bud? <laughs> Sorry, he's got he's destroying the squeaky toy next to me. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. How do we yeah, get here? Well, that's, he's trying to destroy the squeak in the squeak. Anyway, oh hey, by the way, that's, I'm, I'm, that's I'm, what I've heard about the expanse though is or the uh, the series, the book series yeah. is that you know it it just 
it's always like you there's never a reprieve it's always shit's always piling on top of oh, man. everything else and it just gets yeah. so crazy it, and it never stops stacking yeah like, but you get you do get a moment of you get a breath here and yeah there. yeah but like it's it's only at the expense of like fucking having to get right back into some major shit like that, yeah. this the fourth season is really great because it looks like they had a smaller budget for it but really what they were doing was something extremely interesting and like yeah they they focused the story yeah. to it like a couple of smaller points yeah. and really advanced like that stuff there you know and then when you get to this fifth season it is fucking all out bonkers awesome like yeah some really heavy shit like getting to see uh amos go back to baltimore was a hell of an episode mm. you know like some really it's it just heavy shit anyway i'm coin ops um we're yeah, I was gonna say minutes, where, where, where are we going <laughs> into the fucking episode uh i'm here with scum and shadow Lang. say guy hi hi and uh yeah let's just get into it last week last thing we talked about was facebook taking a giant dump Yep. <laughs> so the only thing I'm going to say about that is a I'm going to read a thread from uh, at Alex Hearn on Twitter. He's got one hell of a Twitter post about this. Um, the first tweet goes: A bunch of friends have texted me asking for a basic explanation as to what the hell happened to knock off all of Facebook. So, next tweet: Facebook accidentally, we assume, sent an update to deep to a deep level routing protocol on the internet that said basically, "Hey, we don't have any servers anymore." At XOXO. <laughs> normally this would be quite easy to fix you just send another update saying oh don't worry we have servers they're here xoxo you know things still break it takes a while for the message to spread to all corners of the internet egg on face but livable next tweet but facebook runs all caps everything through facebook <laughs> so when its servers were booted off the internet it also booted off the ability to send that follow-up message and the ability to log into the system that would send nice. the follow-up message and the ability to use the smart card door lock on the front door of the building that contains the servers <laughs> that control the system that sends the follow-up <laughs> message and the messaging service you use to contact the head of physical security to tell them they need to hightail it to the data center out east with a physical key to override the smart card door lock on the front door. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah and, and uh, you know all day like from the time we've wrapped our, our recording to like about five six o'clock over here in the east coast um there were all these fucking you know theories going around and there was this one really really easy plausible one about how like just the day before um we had uh francis hogan who was like the uh former project manager for civic misinformation for facebook testifying in front of congress for like four fucking hours about like yeah they know what's wrong <laughs> they're just they don't get engagement so they don't do anything about it you know like they're just trying to kind of you know reshuffle the dirt on the floor ostensibly yeah. <clears throat> and so everybody thought oh wow facebook they're scrubbing their servers which hey look i, I didn't it's plausible you know what i mean like it, it's like the kind of thing that a dumb super villain would do <laughs> yeah. so yeah uh, you know and it, he's clearly that and um but like no it was just dumb <laughs> like it was, <laughs> it was just really fucking dumb like that's all it was Beautiful, incredible human error. I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, call Mark Zuckerberg a supervillain necessarily. It's, eh. it's very clear that he believes in uh, what he's doing, even though he's a massive hypocrite. It's, um, in, it's in scare quotes with like in italics. All right, yeah. like it's, it's, it's he's like got supervillain super money. <laughs> yeah, but, but he's just he's got like the lamest mindset about. Yeah, stuff. He's, like, well, this he's is just, what makes me cool. Like, no, man, like. Just, <laughs> 
Have you ever had a personality? He's a boring man with profound powers. Yeah. And it's really funny to, like, yeah. see. Well, I mean, it's, it, that, that's the PR. But, like, you know, his whole thing was, like, move fast, break stuff. And it's like, yeah, there's a third part to that equation, which is suffer consequences. <laughs> you, know? you can't, you have to solve the equation. You know, like, if you do those yeah. things, this is a result. And uh, you yeah. dumb fuck. Hey, guys, anyway, you know, we have, like, no, laws it was, and it was just dumb though. Like yeah. it, it, it really was dumb. And it, there was this thing it reminded me of. It was called uh, it's called Hanlon's Razor, which is this ad, it's this thing. This guy, I think he came up with it. Like I don't know, I want to say the eighties or something. But it, it it's like a spinoff of of like Occam's Razor. It's one of these like rules of thumb kind of things. Yeah. And it, th- this it stated a uh, quote: "Never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by stupidity." <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's just yeah. part of that. Yeah, you. That's something I have to keep in mind sometimes because that's yeah. a, that's immediately where my my mind went when I first was hearing about this. I was like, oh, well, someone hacked into Facebook finally. But it's fucking more interesting and exciting to think that there's like some sort of like shadow force working on taking yeah, down some sort of conspiracy. To, yeah, I'm right. Because sure. those things are always fun, but like yeah. they're. It, when you realize how many people have to like cover up something, you just if you've ever tried to organize a surprise party, you'll realize how impossible this is. <laughs> if you've ever been a project manager, you'll understand that conspiracies really aren't plausible. Like if you've ever if you've ever been a manager, Jesus Christ, have you ever had if you ever been a manager and never had anyone ever call off ever? Have you ever had like uh, someone not steal like from the fucking walk in cooler? Like it, it's just forget it. It's like God, I'm I am those people. But uh, anyway, so the, the other thing um, that, that I'm going to get into is uh, for this one's for Tachikoma 36. I'm uh, going to get back into the floating armory. Yeah. Uh, did a little bit of digging on it, and it gets weird, and it actually is going to end kind of with a question. So, <laughs> oh good, <laughs> buckle the fuck up. Um, all right, all right. So floating armories. Uh, this was sent to me in our Discord. Uh, they're basically, and I'm going to take this first part. Most of this is from like Wikipedia. Um, Basically, they're floating armories or boats uh, that are used to store military grade weapons. And it's it's pretty much always boats because, you know, you an oil platform is not a good place. You don't want to be stationary if you yeah. have fucking a stockpile. Oh, yeah. So since piracy is still a big thing, um, it, it, amazingly, in the 21st century, like, it's just it makes me happy. I hope they have songs <laughs> like I want them to have songs, you know, like just shit. They sure say. They I want to know what they are. They have to. They have to. I, I want to know what they are. And not rowing songs, just songs that you sing when you're on the high seas. You're like, that's a fucking, like, hit a shipping thing. Anyway, so <laughs> since piracy is still a thing. Maybe they, just the, li- maybe they just listen to dub. I mean. I would I hope so. Oh, yeah. Right. Just blast that <laughs> over the loudspeakers as you, like, you know, to let them know you're coming as you, like, ram your ship into their side. And... So, yeah, I want to know modern day pirate songs. That's yeah, all. seriously. Um, <laughs> unless they just, like, fucking listen to, like, Tool. Yeah, but they just blast tool at their enemies. I hope not. Anyway, I mean, like, I like them, but there's sure. no time and a place for everything. Anyway, so since piracy, like, you know, like I said, still think these guys are around to provide some sort of security to high risk shipping lanes, like the Red Sea, uh, Horn of Africa, stuff like that. And um, they also provide conveyance to private maritime security companies, which is basically like what Eric Prince is trying to do. Only yeah. these exist and aren't a complete joke. Yeah. So basically, what you're describing is the premise of a metal gear game yeah 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 i mean you know like except less exciting probably and you probably can't evade anybody by you know wearing a box over your head it's not great um this isn't a great life anyway (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, like, like since I mentioned Eric Prince, I should mention that he's a former Navy SEAL. He's the brother of the harpy Betsy DeVos, the founder of Blackwater, or whatever the fuck it's called now, and an inheritor of the Amway fortune. Um, he'd be a supervillain. He'd be oh, a supervillain. But he's just a dumb piece of shit who's flush with money from his family's weird yeah. pyramid scheme. You know, So, fortune. yeah. So the yeah. closest thing that we have to a supervillain. Yeah. Basically, because at least he's actually the thing he's trying to be. Yeah. He's the guy <laughs> Navy who, SEAL. He's the guy who, like, you know, went to whatever weird, like, culty Christian school, like, his family probably made him go (laughs) to. But he was constantly around Soldier of Fortune magazines. Oh, yeah. And so he's, like, really into the back, you know, where they have all the fucking phone numbers. Trying to balance out that shit shit. with, yeah. To get back to it, these armories, they make weapons available in international uncontrolled waters. All right. They just, the client will just sail right up to them. They'll snag whatever guns or security personnel they need. They return to their main vessel or convoy, and then they make their way through patrol waters. Then they return the personnel and or weaponry to perhaps another location in international waters. So it's like blockbuster, <laughs> but, but for thugs. <laughs> yeah. It's like. A goon. So anyway, so they're, yeah, they, like I said, they're, they're converted from vessels like tugs, cargo ships, etc. And like no one has yet made like a purpose built floating arsenal yet. Like these are all you, you, they existed before and they've been reappropriated for these purposes. You know what I mean? It's not like somebody's making some sort of, you know, shadow Moses on water. You know, like yeah, it's just yeah. uh, not, I got a big boat. Not, a, no, not a boat with a cloaking device or anything. Oh, we, we already talked about how that's been working out. Um, well, yeah. Not not great. Like they can't yeah. even get rid of it, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. anyway, so basically they're they're serving the function of arming cargo ships and, and the like because of weapons restrictions, either in port or in like territorial waters. So like yeah. you can't be swapping guns on the docks, you know, and, and within sight of, you know, land, I guess. I don't know. And basically what they provide is like weapon rentals, uh storage and maintenance services for weapons belonging to other security companies. So you can like hitch a ride with them. And then like accommodations for security personnel. And I, I'm gonna that's in they got like a bunch of asterisks um <laughs> behind the word accommodations. Anyway, <laughs> these are not universally loved things, floating arsenals. Um or, or uh, armories rather uh countries near high risk areas worry that like one of these fucking things could be captured by terrorists or pirates yeah i was actually thinking yeah. about that i'm like why is nobody hit one of these because then you get to yeah. fund yeah. your weird um mm-hmm. pirate well, army the problem oh, yeah. with that is probably probably has something to do with you know if you're a pirate crew and you're much smaller uh then you know this cargo ship that's lined with guns then you know yeah attacking that might not be the best idea never yeah, say never that's never the thing say like, never but the, yeah. these guys these things don't have a shit ton of guys on them they have like the yeah. crew for the boat and then like th- like a couple onboard security dudes and then whoever they're carting around for whatever company we'll get into that in a minute yeah. but <laughs> like it's it's not like th- there's like a fucking entire like a cobra division yeah it's you know, not like deck. some so it's pmc like a, uh, sometimes like five dudes yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, like five dudes dude. on machine guns. Yeah. And, and and they're in lockers and shit, too. You know, like, these guys aren't walking around armed. Oh, like, I'm talking yeah. about, like, the ones you, like, step in, in, like, the ship machine guns, the ones you have to, like, step into a Oh, I, I haven't seen a single picture of one of those. Really? So uh, they're just, like, that, boats? They're very, literally shipping vessels Very and stuff. explosive Pug boats. boats. Yeah, huh? that's that's literally all it is. Yeah. Incredible. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, so anyway, uh, they're completely unregulated. We could take There's, one of those. There's no authority and like, you know, for international waters in this way and stuff. So like, there's no way really? to regulate them. It's, it, well, and they all, they do that thing where they fly under the flag of convenience. 
Um, it's anyway, a gray area. It, yeah, it kind of. It's really weird. It, we're, it, it, there's still some ways that they can get fucked because there's still laws, you know. But yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, also, <laughs> this is an interesting thing. Weapon logging practices vary by vessel. So they don't keep records in a uniform manner. So what the way you fill out a forum as to what you're bringing on board on one boat is going to be completely different and written up differently on another boat. So like, there's no standard here. And uh, there are also no standardized living conditions whatsoever. Oh, like no. it could, it could actually be a room, you know, like one of those little small fucking boat rooms, uh-huh. or it could just be like part of like a corner of a shipping container with like a bunch of fucking mattresses. Like it's garbage. Okay. Like some of these things, <laughs> some of these fucking bunks, um, it's what, like what are they doing with units. the bunks exactly then if they have the guns okay well no if they have the rooms for it you know at all that yeah. are like beyond a small crew that you would need for like a shipping vessel or something like that yeah yeah that we're talking like two bunk beds and then two dudes on the floor between them like That's it's shitty safe. yeah there there was a picture of one where like the toilet has no toilet seat oh no and it's like the it's not even in line with the wall like the bowl part is caddy corn like it's kicked like 40 degrees off and the tank is uh, bolted to the mm. wall crookedly and shit I'm, I'm just like looking at this and i'm like Man, i've stayed that in a sounds, house like that that's you know, pretty janky that's that great intentionally cruel yeah no <laughs> it's just and, and these ships are you know like 30 40 years old in some instances so like they just they're not uh, even using like new ships to like haul their incredibly sophisticated like guns and shit like no. they're just using ant, like old ships to like hold they're them. Good. They're, they're, it's like a you know cost analysis shit where they like spend a very little little. little I keep forget, I keep forgetting we're talking about like mercenaries, so they're corporations who are like doing this at the lowest bidder. Oh, yeah. we're we're about to get into that. Oh. So as of 2015, at least 30 of these vessels have been identified, but the actual number and size of their stockpiles is unknown. So like you know, 30 is not a lot. You know what I mean? And yeah. they're they're gonna be pretty fucking generally easy to find. You don't have to search the entire guy the emotion for them. They're gonna be near these hotspots. Yeah. So now we get to talk about the MV Seaman Guard Ohio incident. I'm oh, gonna boy. say that again because it's just why. <laughs> the MV Seaman Guard Ohio incident. It's a boat. I'm not gonna laugh. Why I am nope. not a sailor. I am not a fisherman. Um, I haven't been on a boat since my honeymoon when, when we looked at whales in Maine. Mm. Um, I don't know why I'm talking about fucking boats so much this year. I just <laughs> I don't know why because I find it so amusing no, or funny. There's nobody else on the high seas, so you can just sail out and just... I love it. Talk. Anyway, yeah, no, this has been a real fun little rabbit hole, and it's getting oh. weirder the further I look into it. So, like... <laughs> Keep it coming. Though. Anyway, so ocean. on uh, on October 11th, um, literally, <laughs> like what eight years ago from today, this very day we're recording this, um, the seaman, uh, the MV Seaman Guard Ohio, was captured by the Indian Coast Guard while anchored 3.8 nautical miles within their sovereign waters. Okay. Crew was detained, assets seized, 35 firearms, 5,700 rounds. Okay. The Crime Investigation Department of the state of Tamil Nadu stated that the entrance of the vessel into their territorial waters represented a threat to national security. The crew claimed it had run out of fuel and had drifted into Indian waters. It also said something about a typhoon at the time that like blasted them off course, but like it, there's no way. Like they, they looked at the fucking maps yeah. and the geo positioning and they're like, <laughs> you didn't even come close, dickhead. You didn't even get wet. Yeah. So um, anyway, the prosecution called bullshit and they said they could have called the Maritime Coordination Center for help at any time. 
like sure, there's yeah. a beacon, you know, yeah, <laughs> there's like a of oh, t- tune to this, you know, whatever. So in 2015, so, the crew uh, got sentences of uh, five years in prison and a fine of 5,000 rupees, which is really only about 65 US bucks. Like, the prison uh, is the is, so five is the years kicker. though yeah, yeah it's like yeah. i'll pay you 300 ru- you know bucks you know whatever i'll, I'll pay you twenty thousand rupees to i just not think spend about five like years that prison, prison from the raid <laughs> yeah being, but that, i mean like, i don't it's a, i don't know i don't know what the conditions are like they didn't have a lot of information like getting down into that ah, who cares anyway <laughs> so there's this company and it's real this is real fun advan fort it's one word, A-D-V-A-N, capital F-O-R-T, which operated the WV Seaman Guard Audio, is a U.S. private maritime security company. It's headquartered literally just down the road from me in Herndon, Virginia. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun thing to find out. Um, it also has offices in Turkey, Japan, uh, South Korea, and a dozen other countries. Um, they have six offshore supported vehicles that operate in the Arabian Sea, the Indian Ocean, and the east and west coast around the Horn of Africa. Uh, all of their uh, boats have dumb names like like Seaman Guard, but then like Seaman Guard, Wisconsin, Seaman Guard, you know, it, it's always a state. And it, Just call it, condom. call it the U.S.S. Them. Condom. And... It, it, that's, it pissed me off because it was so lazy. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, these are fucking boring names. Is I don't know, unless that's the point. Yeah, unless that's say. like your psyop, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make it so boring, no one wants to pay attention to it. Now, it was initially, when they first started out, um, they, they were staffed by military vets, but they've since like attracted personnel from other countries, particularly Estonia. Some of whom said in 2001 that they were neither paid nor sufficiently armed. Hmm. Also in 2011, the company pleaded guilty in a U.S. district court to, quote, aiding and abetting the making of a false statement during the acquisition of firearms mm-hmm. in connection with a purchase from a supplier who didn't secure the correct export license, which netted them a fine and two years probation. Oh. So when the MV Seaman Guard Ohio was seized, Advent Fort was accused of not supporting its contractors, you know, the crew, by leaving them to pay for their own defense, bail, food, and housing. Oh, how nice real, of them. Real pieces of shit, wow. these guys. Like, yeah. you know, whatever, 65 bucks, but motherfucker, get your dudes. You know, like, yeah. send us a lawyer. Like, like, and this yeah, is all over real. 35 guns. Yeah, yeah and, and 5,700 rounds. Yeah, and, and granted, well, yeah. yeah, maybe they fucked up. Maybe they did fuck up and stuff. And you know, like maybe maybe five years is a bit harsh. But anyway, whatever. The whole court case was a shit show. And I'm not going to get into it because it's actually really fucking boring. Like it goes back and forth with stuff where they're like, like getting them guilty of worse stuff, and then like they get them off, and I don't know, whatever. Like it, it just it's all really boring when you consider that on uh, November 27th, 2017, the whole crew was acquitted by an appeal court, and they were all out of leave finally. So like that's cool. Yeah. All right, so this next bit is where it gets fucking fun. And this is the question that we're going to end on, but I'll get to that. Um, So in in July and August 2020, a Ukrainian private maritime security contractor working for Alfard (laughs) Security hijacked two vessels and their crew over working conditions and pay. (laughs) (laughs) July 21st. Eagle Bulk Jager Supermax. That's the name of the ship. No, it isn't. They, yes. What the fuck? That's actually kind of what? dope. That's kind of dope. <laughs> I actually don't. Bit. I don't fucking hate that one. That's <laughs> that sounds like a big fucking boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, so Supermax, they hired yeah. three Alpha guards before sailing towards the Red Sea. And I'm going to read this quote directly. Hello? And then I'm going to send Hello? you a picture. And I'm going to leave the pause in. Um, okay. While, while you get it on, uh, on on signal, and then like. 
because I just want to see your reaction. Once on board, one of the guards did not surrender his weapon to the vessel's captain as is normal protocol, and then took control of and deviated the ship from its course as he voiced his grievances and demanded compensation over late salary payments <laughs> by this private security firm. While the guard discharged his weapon on board the vessel, at no time did he directly threaten or harm any of the crew members. The Fuck remaining yeah. two guards did not participate in the action. Solidarity, bro. Yeah. Eagle Bulk is the name of the company. Eagle Bulk, in coordination with maritime security experts, worked to de-escalate the situation, and after approximately three days, the guard surrendered his weapon and allowed the ship to continue on its original course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens every Sunday. Oh, relevant man. relevant authorities were kept appraised throughout the incident and the guard was disembarked on thursday night okay you, so solidarity really? you can't you can't fucking pay your own guys jesus like, that's why uh, you guys need a union august yeah. august 21st the golden palm okay the same disgruntled guy Fuck still yeah. working for alfar <laughs> broke into the golden <laughs> palm's armory and took the crew hostage again in his fight over the back pay. <laughs> Apparently, so, this guy, huh. man, I'm I'm feeling <laughs> this dude. That you I'm feeling this like dude. Here's the here's what he texted them. I'm going to send you this image, and I'm just going to wait to see what you uh how you react. All right, let me see. You can read. When are you pulling it up it? now? Yeah, yeah. I'm currently in control of Arbery on Sultan. Right now, in my possession, fifteen Alfard sets of equipment. Estimate value about two hundred k. Transfer to my bank account 100k, or I start dumping equipment at sea. Your debt land is 1800 UTC. This dude looks dope. <laughs> he's like yeah, this fucking guy, dude. He's not even this saying picture? I'm going to kill yeah. the crew. He's saying I'm going oh. to dump your valuables if you don't fucking wow. give me money. <laughs> <laughs> now, because it's clear, it's clear that these guys don't give a shit about anything yeah, other exactly. than the things that make don't the money. So, fuck that. Well, this yeah. dude is like, well, here's the deal, though. He's, it's not like he was like this like ultra fucking mercenary no. who was trying to merc the mercs. He, this guy was this Ukrainian guy. He, he'd been stuck at sea for five fucking months without pay in 2020, yeah. like yeah. during the plague and shit. Yeah. So, and, and now I got to mention that all this info on this guy's double hijacking is coming from what looks like a rival company's page. So take all this with a grain of salt. <laughs> now, Dryad Global does maritime intelligence and all that too. Okay. They provide armed guards and all that shit. Their FAQ seems to be a dead link. So I found it to be just wouldn't, wouldn't fucking open. There's, you know, and, and there's like a login for it, which is really weird. But anyway, so yeah. what's really interesting is that Dryad Global, and I read like all that information is from this article that I found on their page, but then I'd like, huh, wait a minute. Uh, they have this little blog looking thing on their website called Channel 16. It contains this article called, quote, The Challenge of COVID 19 for Floating Armories. Oh but the byline is by Dryad Global, and it was published on September 13, 2020 at 8.48 a.m. It opens with 1.2 million seafarers on more than 55,000 ships form the backbone of the global economy. The outbreak of COVID-19 threatened these supply lines and affected crews serving these ships. It is estimated that between 400,000 and 600,000 seafarers are affected by crew changes worldwide. This includes crew trapped on board vessels and those unable to earn wages as they cannot embark vessels. Some of the crew on vessels have been on vessels for well over a year. Oh, fuck. Oof. Now, at the end of the article, there's one line in a hyperlink that says source maritime executive. Because five days earlier on September 8, 2020 at 2.14 p.m., maritime executive published an article titled, quote, The Challenge of COVID-19 for Floating Armories by Lydell Jobert. Or Jubert. 
Now, I ain't exactly calling this plagiarism, but they swapped out the <laughs> fucking author's name for the name of their company and like buried the link to an article at the end. So anyway, all of this uh, to ask a question. I cannot fucking find this hijacker's name. And I, I did. I searched for this shit. Yeah, I was just about to ask, does he have a Patreon? Yeah. i just want to i want to see where he's shown up elsewhere in the news because like i couldn't find shit even in like ukrainian language and stuff like i i just couldn't find anything about this yeah i think he's like a ukrainian folk hero now like this dude's a legend if he's real if he's real that's that's the thing in my heart of hearts if we maybe if we believe just hard enough hey yo wait hang on go get um Okay, so this is this is guys on the deck of of the uh, the the Jager whatever Supermax. Um, all right, hey, go get uh, get get uh, what's his name? Get Noho Hank over here and put a mask on his face and just <laughs> give him a fucking like bullpup, you know, <laughs> semi-auto, and have him stand in front of those boxes over there. I got a real fun one. Yeah, right. <laughs> this will be funny TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> go over there. Go over there. Pull mask on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold it, hold it like that. But that's that's the thing. Yeah, about it, you know, like so these these things exist. Uh, they're out there. Of course, they're out there. Why wouldn't there be? There are fucking yeah. weapons stockpiles in major cities that you know mm-hmm. are either an arsenal for uh, like a war for a police department or like where <laughs> some gang keeps their fucking sure like guns you know like whatever like this isn't a new idea it's just it's really interesting that like we know the pirates hit this area you as a shipping company aren't fulfilling a need in your own industry and that's what allows this shit to kind of exist you know what i mean like because it's practical i'm not gonna say like this is necessarily a bad idea but i mean you know i won't say it's a good idea either but i mean it's a practical one it makes sense yeah it's fulfilling a function. You know, I, I can understand it in that sense. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Just I, I just not, keep thinking about poorly. like, yeah. 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 And it, like I said, it's not regulated. Their conditions are garbage. Like, yeah, yeah. they're, tra- they're garbage. <laughs> like it's bad. Like you could fucking get, you know, need a tetanus shot just from taking a shit. You know, yeah. like it's, Man, I mean, like listening, well, everything I've heard about like sea life, Dating back to like, you know, the uh, whatever, the uh, golden age of the colonial era, not mm. golden age, uh, golden mm. age of piracy. Mm. But like, just never sounded pleasant to me. No, just man, too cramped. No, mm-hmm. no, no. no. Um, yeah, ever like, since I, I, I met my father's brother, who was a submarine, submarine man, and he's a lunatic. <laughs> you w- You would be. Like well, I said, did, the I last... tell you, did I ever tell you guys about the, the one uh, person from the Navy that I met when I was driving for uh, Uber? Mm-mm. So he was he was a an IT guy uh, mm-hmm. for the boat, uh, for a boat. I don't remember which one. This was a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, like, he kept trying to get me to join the Navy because he was like, <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah, all you all you do if you if you end up in IT is uh you you can uh you know sit in your room and and smoke weed all day uh, until someone needs you. And then, like, <laughs> I mean that's like the most navy thing because everyone's drunk. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Intoxicated did, in some did I, way. Was it? Did we mention an episode? Did I ever tell you about my uncle hmm. when Probably. he was in Germany? Um. So my uncle, uh, he he was in the air force. He was a mechanic, right? 
And at some point it was like during Vietnam, he was like stationed in Germany because like we still had to maintain a presence because the whole red menace shit, you know? And I don't know where he was or what base he was on or anything about that. But he he told me like he was walking home and um, he, he was coming home from like the bar and he'd had a few and he like, suddenly there was this incredible sound and I, have you ever, you know, I can almost tell what, kind, cause like, you know, we're blood. So I, I, I've been that kind of drunk where sound is like meshing with your pulse in your ears. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like what it's supposed to be. Sure. Like yeah. just, yeah. So it, this, this sound just blows up from behind these trees. Right. And he's walking on, he's, he's almost back to base, you know, like, mm. And and he's walking, right? So he hears the sound, and then like suddenly these lights rise up from behind these fucking trees, and he just <laughs> fucking sprints back to the base. And he gets to the front, and he's like, Look, call fucking whatever the boss and tell him this fucking thing's coming. We got a UFO or something. And they just start laughing his ass off about him. They're like, It's a Harrier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the most well, human reaction. They were still pretty new because it was like the late 60s. Yeah. So, they, like, you know, they hadn't quite worked out all the bugs of them yet. And, you know, those things are any jet, it's louder than God. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> go to an air show without ear protection and wait for that one asshole from the fucking like Blue Angels to come from behind you yep. at like Mach 2. That's the one that you just go, awesome. I like that's it's, <laughs> that's why they do it because it's awesome as shit. I'm not huh? gonna lie, I don't know. I like it. Look, hey, precision flight is fucking tight to me, man. There's certain types of racing too. Like I'm into that. Like I like hovercraft racing. It all makes sense in context. I just don't like fucking like. Let's get the Bill Hicks, you know, smart fruit. <laughs> let's get the cruise missile that like launches bananas at hungry people. Kind of shit. Like, It'd be nice if we use money towards that instead of like floating armories. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we, that's that's the thing. We don't have one. You know, it's not like the U.S. Navy has a fucking floating arsenal. In oh, fact, no. they're probably aware of them. They're you know what I mean? If anybody regulated. knows where the fuck they are. Yeah. Yeah, because like, all of these all of these things are one torpedo away from like well, all this they're shit not is, it's that shit. secure. So it's like, how do we how do we crew these at the lowest bidder? Well, we just hire desperate people, and then yeah. we just do nothing to improve the conditions. And it well, just yeah. sounds like every job I ever worked at, except it's on yep. the ocean. So it's a thousand yeah. times so more ter- yeah. terrifying. Well, you know, and imagine that like, you know, the VA is uh, just constantly like under, they just fuck with the VA so hard. So like these, none of these people, you know, they get out of the armed forces really have like in some cases, yeah, they're taken care of pretty well. And some people are just utterly just never, they're never getting back to them. It's kind of oh, like, yeah. yeah, it was like that old guy worked with at Walmart at Virgil and he, yeah. he needed shit from the VA on He's old, you know. He should have been hooked the fuck up for life, and not yeah. he wasn't. He was like living yeah. in a fucking trailer. And just I'm talking about too, like out. what is it, the Ukraine, where this dude's from? Like all of these other places, where it's like, yeah, no, we're gonna outsource to like other countries. Oh, hey, wait, it's just Ukraine, <laughs> right? Yes, I, I, I wow. do. You know how hard it was for me to do that half hour about boats, right there? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> It's so, literally, it's like Ukrainian, one of those Berenstain Bears things, right? Like yeah. where it's just, at some point in our lives, like it, it had been the Ukraine until 1992. And yeah. then suddenly everybody mm-hmm. started saying, no, it's not. It's just Ukraine. And, hey, man, I'll call you whatever you want to be heard. You know, yeah, sure. yeah. But, okay. Yes. So anyway, so what do you got? Well, I guess to, to wrap that up, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that we finally have something that's a little bit closer to actual cyberpunk. Uh with the boats. Yeah. 
I mean, there were. I, a I, I can just you know it, you know because like in the in the fiction, it's going to be this thing that looks like a angular floating city that yeah. shouldn't be fucking floatable at all. Yeah. But no, nah, it isn't. It's just a goddamn shipping vessel. Oh, it's a dude like hijacking his rusty armory. He wants that back pay, man. I get it's that. Ukrainian, that's Ukrainian wanna, privateers. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, if anybody can find a name. on that, find yeah. a name on that guy. Yeah, let me yeah, help yeah. me out with this one because this this is fun shit, and this guy's interesting. <laughs> I'd like to see if you've made any statements. Or Wait, like, does he have a Twitter? Like, <laughs> does he start a band? I'd like yeah. I'll buy his record. Like whatever. Oh yeah. What's help this dude out? <laughs> what have you done to try and start a union? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Which so. side are you on? <laughs> uh, yeah. Good shit. All right, yeah. So, yeah, what? What? You got some? You got some uh, entertainment news for us, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, starting off in books, <laughs> we don't really have uh, like straight up cyberpunk. It's more like eco punk, I guess. Uh, all right. Something like that. Uh, Cli-fi, whatever you want to call it. Climate. Cli-fi. Fiction. I like. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> That's so, not climax fiction, right? That's no, no, mean. it's climate fiction. The, um, the world of the O face. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Mar- Glimmer by Marjorie B. Kellogg. It's coming out on. Hold on, I always lose the the uh, release date for some reason. Um, it is coming out on. Where are you? Oh, uh, October nineteenth. Um, oh, okay. And here is the description. It's 2110. The Earth's glaciers have melted and there's no climate fix in sight. As refugees stream inland from the inundated coasts, social structures and national economies are stressed to the point of fracture. Food production falters, pandemics rage, rising sea level and devastating superstorms have flooded much of Manhattan and wrecked its infrastructure. Its residents have mostly fled, but a few diehards have bet their survival on the hope that digging in and staying local is a safer strategy. Mm. As the weather worsens, can a damaged population of poor folk, artists, misfits, and loners work out their differences in time to create a sustainable long-term society? In a lawless uh, city where the well-armed rich have appropriated the high ground, can an ex-priest find a middle road between nonviolence and all-out war? The lives of his downtown band of leftovers will depend on it. Oh, yes. Priests uh, from the church, notably, you know, uh, pacifistic uh, organization that has never, ever had a crusade. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, (laughs) uh, so it it seems like this, this whole. Seems cool. Yeah. yeah, uh, This, this rising um, trend of, you know, climate fiction, uh, eco-punk, I guess, if you want to call it, is. It's basically just cyberpunk without the transhumanism. Um, well, you know, you know, I, yeah. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Um, now the, punk. The, well, now Brain punk. Up. All all the different other stuff. Brain punk, like that. I was telling you about that Scarlet Nexus game and stuff like that. Yeah. Here, there was this. I listened to this episode of this other podcast, and the guest on there was talking about UK grime, which is honestly, I know a little. Like we're talking like the tip. I know nothing. I've got a few grime artists. I got a, a couple Stormzy tracks, you know, but like I don't know about it as it came up in the society and as a movement. And this guest was really getting into it. It was fucking fascinating. And um, they were talking about the second coming, like the second phase of it. And I think that's like a really interesting thing. It's something I never really thought about when it comes to, say, genres. You get something yeah. like 
uh, drum and bass turned into jungle. And then from jungle, you have like clown step and uh, tech step and fucking there's all these different like subgenres, yeah. but that's all still jungle. You know what I yeah. mean? It's it's pushing the genre forward by, you know, okay, now we've fine-tuned these things that mm-hmm. we found and we've yeah. expanded upon yeah. them. That's a good genre. And I think, you know, cyberpunk, whatever it initially came from, which was really probably just some kind of sci-fi that people kept talking about computers all the time. Yeah. Like, it basically was just like, well, let's go all in on it. And now from that, you have people taking the structure of how to look at something and adjusting it to a different context. And I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I think I that, that that keeps first of all the OOP alive. You know what I mean, and uh, but it also shows like the possibilities, like by borrowing and remixing and stuff. You know, like that's the point. <laughs> one that's of my the, uh, one of my favorite quotes from that uh, the cyberpunk documentary that we watched a few uh, <laughs> a few weeks ago uh, was when William Gibson said, uh, <laughs> "I'm glad that other people started using uh, the term cyberpunk." So I. Mm. Uh, so he wouldn't be saddled with it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. You know, yeah. like, I mean, I think that's the strength. That, that's how you know something's still around. Yeah. Is when you could see it in things that aren't it. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I would I would argue that the noir isn't even dead yet. Um, no, yeah. hell no. Because no. when a good one comes out, we fucking go right yeah. to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. You know, I, I don't know. What was the murder at the something hotel? It had, like... Mm the guy that plays Thor and a bunch of other famous people in it. It's just this people just end up dying in this hotel for like two and a half hours. Great. fucking I, I missed that one. Yeah. I, well, I can't remember the goddamn title. Of sounds it. good. More on that in a minute. But uh, so mm, this anyway. next one is, uh, it's called Trashlands by Alison Stein. It's coming out on October 26th. And the description a few generations from now, the coastlines of the continent have been redrawn by floods and tides. Yeah. 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 Uh, Global powers have agreed not to produce any new plastics, and what has what is left has become valuable. Garbage is currency. In the region-wide junkyard that Appalachian, Appalachia has become, Coral is a plucker, pulling plastic from the rivers and woods. She's stuck in Trashlands, a dump name for the strip club at its edge, where the local women dance for an endless loop of strangers and the club's violent owner rules as unofficial mayor. That's awesome. Amid- this yeah, sounds great. No, this- <laughs> This is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Amid the polluted landscape, Coral works desperately to save up enough to rescue her child from the recycling factories where he is forced to work. Fuck. In her stolen free hours, she does something that seems impossible in this place. Coral makes art. When a reporter is struggling, it, when a reporter from a struggling city on the coast arrives in trash lands, Coral is presented with an opportunity to change her life. But is it possible to choose a future for herself? So yeah, yeah every, awesome. yeah, every no. word was more unexpected than the word before. <laughs> it. This is so good. But it sounds. I mean it. It sound it reminds me a little bit of like that first scene in Alita where I, uh, 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 um, what's his name, <clears throat> um, Ito is like digging through the uh, the giant the scrapyard. Yeah, uh, the giant yeah. piles of junk. So, yeah, so that comes out on October 26th. That needs to be licensed and made into an RPG ASAP. Yeah, or just, I'd settle for literally any form of media. It's kind of, <laughs> It makes sense, though, because a lot of people in the Appalachians feel like they're basically ignored. And so mm-hmm. it makes sense that, like, a corporation should just turn it into a dump yard. 
or like there's yeah. so much pollution that like yeah the rivers just filled with plastic yeah that's that's something that really gets overlooked i think by <laughs> cyberpunk a lot of the time is is rural areas uh because oh, yeah. i mean because it's just it's just as bad in, in rural areas guys oh, yeah. like the the, oh, yeah. the economies there are just tanking it's garbage uh, and then you know imagine that you don't always and it's, have like, and it's always like corporations are always colonizing these yeah. places too and oh yeah so companies. It, yeah yeah, like uh, I mean, you know, shit, where, I, where I come from, like my hometown, like the main businesses there were, you know, big corporate ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, yeah, no, it's yeah. it's exactly that oh, totally. though. Like it's uh, especially like say in West Virginia, if you guys ever want to like read up on some really interesting like labor union organizing, mm. some of the most violent. Yeah. Union uprisings were in West Virginia. We're talking about like, like wars. There are, they yeah. Have, yeah, they have names like the Battle of. Like <laughs> it was just some dudes going on strike and then beating the mother buck out of some Pinkertons. Like it, yeah. There are songs about it. Like I can't remember <laughs> the name of it, but I'm sure like uh, you know, there's a historical podcast that has covered it, you know, in depth and in detail. But that, that Man, stuff that we're how, looking, how are the looking Pinkertons into? still around? It's yeah, they're secure now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Str- strong brand. Mm-hmm. No, still, I think there's still Pinkertons though too. Oh, yeah, God. like there's no, a bunch I, of no, There's they, tons of them. There's tons co- of them. We covered a story I think a few a couple months back that included actual Pinkertons. So. Yeah, yeah. I think they're investigators yeah, yeah. now. Yeah, go yeah. back. Go back. Yeah. Sure. Go back to that. Yeah, quote unquote investigators. Go back to that story. Like the most wholesome thing, honestly, is the fact that she's a stripper because that is like <laughs> the most. That is, I, that is like the most hardworking rural thing. Yeah, you could be. man, awesome. the billboards for the strip clubs in West Virginia were off-putting. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Little, to say the oof. least. Yeah, driving uh, through. When, when driving I lived in Indiana, Georgia, man. When I lived in, or Indiana, in Indiana. Well, no, in Indiana there was this one because it was like a forty-five-minute drive to work, and there was this one fucking billboard on the side of the road, and it, I it just. What were you thinking? Is all I could say. <laughs> and it, it said something like hundreds of pretty girls and three ugly ones. Wow. That, wow. That's right on the billboard. And I was <laughs> like, wow. Wow, man. Cool. Wow. Hey. And yeah. I know that's not but true like, because strippers have to travel most of the time to where the money's at. So I I don't yeah. I mean it's like I said, if I'm ever gonna just be throwing money away. <laughs> It's probably going to be at a fucking arcade like a dork because like I want some return on the investment is what I'm saying. You know yeah, what I mean? You know what? And it's that just arcade doesn't have a kid. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's need, that's the other side. Of it, yeah. It's I don't know. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. It's, oh, just, yeah. it's like I, I don't vibe that. I don't vibe in fucking casinos. I think Same. casinos are the most sinister fucking thing in the world, if, God, especially yeah. like if you're really into music and you even know like, a little <laughs> bit about it. When you walk into a casino, any casino, I'm sure, um, any really planned out casino, when you walk in and you hear the slots, all of them have a crescendo melody that loops. I can't remember the name of like this type of composition, but it's one of those ones that always seems like it's spiraling upward. (laughs) And all of them, no matter the machine, are in key with each other, playing slightly separate notes. So no matter where you stand, you're hearing this cacophonous ever rising melody Jeez. and it's like that's what what's what, brilliant it's yeah. terrifying you just right. have a constant crescendo 
Yeah, cause I, I know, like the first one I went to was like I, I want to say like a, the one time I went to New Orleans, there was one there, and I, we just walked through it, and that's when I noticed it. Granted, I also had half of one of those frozen fucking liquor drink, like a hurricane or whatever, mm-hmm. and they, those are like it's like sixty four ounces of like a, a liquor slushy, and you will see the ghosts um, because <laughs> that much sugar and fucking alcohol at once. I mean, that's half of one. <laughs> Yeah, fucked up. But I we walked through this thing and I was like, I ain't spending any money here. I can't be trusted. And like, I heard like just that music and I went, this is sinister shit here. Yeah. Like, there's so many different things trying to get you to fucking well, just empty your yeah. wallet. And that's it's how they do it. It's like that so, sort of subliminal uh, yeah. manipulation. Yeah. How do we yeah. get to desperation? <laughs> oh, no, we were talking about Appalachia and, and like right, casinos right, right. and oh, just how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the rural areas are completely abandoned in a lot of the fiction and stuff like that. There's not a lot of, I don't know, farm. Who's the author of this story? Um, it's uh, Allison Stein. Yeah, cool. this sounds great. Yeah, it sounds, I want to check this I out. Love this. Yeah, and she also already won a Philip K. Dick Award Fuck for yeah. her uh, Road Out of Winter. Cool. All right, All that's right. that's cool. Coming our show, yeah, which came out in the last last week or last year, I think. Um, All right. Yeah. Anyways, in TV news, you guys aren't going to like it. Um, yeah. So New York Comic Con uh, just happened, and mm. they dropped a the release date for uh, Blade Runner Black Lotus. And yeah, I uh, saw and the it's new got a trailer. new new trailer. Is it what? What did you think? I didn't see. Right. It. Didn't watch it. So, I, I don't care. Don't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the music's better. Okay. The uh, it looks like they tightened up some of the detail on the graphics like it, the the backgrounds and stuff look a little better yeah but the faces are still fucked up man like yeah and they they're very careful not to show them speaking very much mm-hmm. so there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of like the action's great the animation the movements and stuff like all that stuff's great but i, I just don't feel fucking compelled to watch this man like yeah i, I you know i might check it out we'll see yeah they've got they've got everything. Like a couple new like art pieces like uh uh promo art for for it too and it yeah. looks pretty good but, yeah you know. when it's yeah when they're not talking it looks fine yeah yeah but that's it, a it looks like they but like it's too clean yeah like there's there's yeah. no texture on the skin you know what i mean like it yeah. doesn't I, I don't know i needed how, it to be closer to how much coca-cola did you see in this commercial in this uh, trailer 100 <laughs> less Wow, nice! But there okay. were like, but it's a that's great. There's this one shot. It looks like like a drone descending into the city shot with just all the fucking neon. It wasn't just a couple, you know what I mean? Like there yeah. was a there's a couple of these vista shots that were real nice. A couple of the like city you know level street level shots. It's it's it moved the needle one percent up. Okay. Where now yeah. I'm actually curious. I'm not ambivalent. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But okay. it's not the kind of like, oh man, I gotta fucking see it. No, I mean, you know, it's like I'll check it out. Like, I like Blade Runner, but I don't. It's like all this other shit. It's like the Marvel shit. You know, like I don't want to yeah. have to feel like I gotta watch yeah. every guy. Yeah. Somebody put a they post this quote about like how like canon uh, applied to fiction is nonsense. It should have stuck with the Catholic Church. And I <laughs> I fucking agree. No, I fucking agree. I, I like these ideas of just going off and telling story. Like if you want to tell weird side, like you know what. You know what IP is like just fucking like pregnant with potential with this is alien. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like you can just look at the comics. They told these completely unrelated stories yeah. within yeah. this universe. And oh, that stuff was some of it was fucking awesome. The short yeah. films they came out with a couple years ago where they mm-hmm. had like filmmaker fans like make short yeah. films of like stories happening in the universe. Those were all amazing. Yeah. yeah. When you have like yeah. 
divergent well, now, stuff. Having said that, I appreciate the energy and effort it takes to tell a gigantic fucking coherent narrative at the Hollywood level. I, and yeah, it's also I like, do. and it's also like they're not making you know another Blade Runner movie and just saying that it's a side story too. Which, yeah, you know that's yeah. that's that's the road to oversaturation right there. Right, oh, yeah. right. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm weird about it. If it looks good, I want to see it. I don't give a shit about this new Game of Thrones stuff because I didn't finish the fucking old Game of Thrones stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I, I didn't want to get invested in something that was never going to end. Jesus. Yeah, The Walking Dead. Look, dude, I jumped off. I, I think I mentioned this before. Like in season two, get off yeah. of fucking Herschel's yeah. farm, you assholes. Like. I'm <laughs> Anyways, November thirteenth at midnight on Adult Swim. Two back-to-back episodes are airing. Cool. If you are interested, so hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna look all at right, it. All right. So in music news, uh, on October first, we finally got a new uh, Ministry album, Moral Hygiene. Ooh, it's so good. It yesterday, it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> My really biggest like complaint is, you know, they've got a little a little uh, too too heavy handed with the sampling of a certain pedophile that we all know of. Um, yeah. Well, you know, hey. They got a history of that. They've done that all yeah. the way back to, you know, Psalm 69, oh, yeah. where they just, I, they hated Bush. So yeah. they fucking oh, yeah. threw his I'm voice sure. all <laughs> over them shits. Oh, yeah. A new world order, you know? God. Yeah. Yeah, no, this, this thing, it's just really, it's like, it's really good. It reminds, well, what I like about all of that is that it ain't over. Yeah. This motherfucker's still allowed to go down and make these dumb speeches about how he's going to raise an army and fucking storm the gates again. And he's Jesus. he's allowed to just keep walking around doing it. Like, yeah. um, dude, what is treason? What is treason yeah. again? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought that was punishable by death. Huh? Yeah, we, we used to definitely do that. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, we used yeah. to. Do well, that. I mean, if you have more Jesus money Christ. than God, though, I guess I, you, I suppose you're you're you can't be touched. Well, you don't. Know, I, I don't know. All you got to do is I don't know. Make make him climb like the exorcist steps over there in Georgetown one time. <laughs> and the problem will sort itself out. You I mean, know. hopefully. God. You know, oh, it would. No, he'd, I, he'd have his kid carry I mean, him on his back I'm or less, something. I'm less, like, I, well, this is more about age and not about assholeism, but, like, did Bill Shatner go into space yet? Is he dead yet? No, but I like, there was okay. this one tweet where, like, they, they were commenting on this headline. The headline was something like, William Shatner to be um, launched into space. And then, like, the comment on the tweet was like, they're making it sound like he doesn't have a choice in the matter. <laughs> <laughs> My other favorite one was the headline that said uh, Boston legal legend to lo- be launched into space. <laughs> <laughs> Fan oh, fucking tastic. Oh, the era shit. of space tourism begins. Hooray. But yeah, no, that, that, that ministry album is great. It's it's definitely, yeah. it's just chunky. Yeah, definitely check it out. Got a guest vocal by Jello Biafra. Uh, oh do yeah, it. that song's great too. And they, do, oh. they did a cover of uh, Search and Destroy by, who is that? Um, hmm. Was that the fucking Stooges? I think it was the Stooges. But here's the funny backstory on that. So um, I guess like Al said, he got real stoned once Hell yeah. before yeah. he went on stage and they were going to cover this. But he was so high, he sang it at half speed and the band had to struggle to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> so that's oh, why that's this great. really fast fucking Stooges song is half speed on this out. Like their cover yeah. of it is like it's this chunky fucking. <laughs> it's awesome. Say, I was gonna say that sounds more like a metal album than like a punk album or a metal song than a punk song. But yeah, well, I guess you know, that's the point. That's it. You know, Iggy Pop, man. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good shit, though. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed that album a lot. I didn't even like his last album. Yeah. So like check it out. One. 
Oh yeah, good shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the the one before this had fucking the amazing uh, Cleveland represent TJ Swamp on it. Um, <laughs> real nice guy. I know I met him once and like got to open my good friend Mister Work um, booked me a gig and I actually like flew back to fucking Cleveland to like DJ nice. and. I didn't open for him. I was in the other room going on first so that I could go ahead and just get drunk the rest of the night. <laughs> but after after he got done with his set in which he had lit his arms on fire and uh, various other amazing things, um, we talked outside and he had this like Panasonic 3D camera from Japan that wasn't even available in the States and shit. I was just nice. Like, but he was really fucking, he was nice. He was like a re- just a really cool guy. And I was like, you know, he was very nice and yeah. ex- just stupid talented dude. Like his scratching is next level shit, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So the last mystery album is really good too. Moving on. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Arca and Sia have, of all people, have released what looks to be a cyberpunk album. Uh, if you guys want to check out, hang on. Something it's not available from, yet. Well, um, it's called single Born Yesterday. No, well, it. Or, okay, so the single "Born Yesterday" yeah. is out, yeah. but the cover is like bonkers. It's very cyberpunk. Like, oh, yeah. there are people with extra limbs, and oh, oh, I don't know. It looks like a mutant woman who is, I'd strapped to some sort of machine, like milking her or something. I don't Dude, know look at every Arca album cover. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I never, I didn't check this one out. So, yeah, yeah. there's a. I, I have that single uh arca released i'm not sure on pronouns i don't want to be that guy but like <clears throat> it's five ampersands that's the title of the single and it's yeah. a ten dollar single because the track is an hour and six minutes long nice. it's fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> it is a story my friends i believe it <clears throat> that's and it's challenging i love it anyway also on october 4th sewer slut came out with if you're out there i miss you which is an ep uh sewer slut <laughs> is a uh, drum and bass uh, artist, I believe. Okay, uh, cool. But yeah, I just I'm found out fan. about her recently, so she was uh, on my radar. Oh, uh, yeah. What else you got? Gcom is coming yes. out with E2XO on October 29th. I'm so excited. <laughs> I don't know anything about these guys, Sam. You Man, would, uh, that shit. this Point is out, you would know better than I would. Edit. It's fine. Um... <laughs> I don't care. Find my Twitter. <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore. It's the 40th. You're like, yeah. our secret identities. <laughs> no, no. My family's in danger because I'm Spider Man. Anyway, no. Um, <laughs> GCOM is the current incarnation, apparently, of global communication, which was this okay. like ambient, kind of trancey kind of artist from fucking back in the day, like 90s. Yeah, yeah. And um, I had a bunch of their albums. There's this one. Oh, fuck. I cannot remember the name of it. And I can't look it up because I'm using that computer to record right now. But like, I don't want it to stop. But it, it, it's uh, all of the song titles are just the length of the song. <laughs> nice. So you, just, you know what you're getting into when you put this fucker on, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think the album is the length of the album. But it's. Nice. Brilliant shit. Like, I think they had a, I don't know. It, it's around that era of artificial um, intelligence, one and two, that was like on uh, Nova Mute or Warp. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how a lot of people kind of came into like Apex Twin. And, and yeah. uh, well, Richard H. Kirk, who just passed not that long ago, um, mm-hmm. who was with Cabaret Voltaire. It's like that era, Future Sound of London. Um, all of these things were kind of happening like parallel to the orb and stuff. Mm-hmm. And 
what I liked about uh, global communication back in the day was their stuff wasn't that chaotic at all. It was very much like Speedy J, where it was very metered and there was it was arpeggiated and stuff like that. This new shit is wicked fucking dark drum and bass. <laughs> like right. this is nothing like that shit at all. Cool. I mean, I got the, the the song and then the remix. There's a single uh, with a remix on it. Hmm. and um nasty like it's just nasty nasty broken fucking drum and bass and i yeah. love it oh, so much that sounds cool yeah no absolutely i mean it, i played them each uh in the last few sets at least once because it's just it's like eight minutes i can go take a piss you know <laughs> yeah come back and it's all that stuttery distorted broken fucking nastiness oh it's yeah. so good yeah. i love it anyway very excited can't i'm really pissed that i gotta wait like a few weeks for it now the rest of it because i want to i just want to take that ride oh and uh uh i don't know why this is out of order but uh sun gazer actually on the day Ooh. of this recording october 11th comes out with uh perihelion okay which yeah their new album so they're like uh an electro jazz interesting album. okay yeah but when i listen to it when i listen to their stuff it's just like i mean I don't. I don't want to like be reductive or anything, but I, it's like it just kind of sounds like vaporwave to me a little bit, mm-hmm. like so- sonic artifacts and that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, my favorite part of this thing is uh, I, I looked it up on album of the year, and the one user review is <laughs> from Egoblist, and it says this is going to be a certified hood classic. This is going to be a certified hood classic. This is going to be a certified hood classic. This is going to be a certified hood classic. <laughs> I <laughs> get it. I'm repeating myself because re- repetition legitimizes. <laughs> it's uh, so funny. Wow. <laughs> that's just wow. Oh, God. That's that's mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is stone cold. Like to have that be the only review is just like oh, it, it's it's like I, it, what are they it just came again? out today? It uh, sun gazer. Sungazer. Okay, so like, if you guys are into vaporwave or whatever, or yeah, whatever Sonic this artifacts. is, yeah. yeah, go go find these guys and leave another message. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, you know, get, root for them. You know, like, come on, everybody needs a little support, especially yeah, really. for fucking music. Well, right it now. seems like God these guys it. have been around for a minute too, so I think that they've got like uh, a bait, like a, a, a fan base. So mm, okay. good because right. right. maybe they're not, just and they're just not informed that they should yeah. show up on album of the year and be like. Hey, you jerk! You know, like exactly. <laughs> yeah, so go, go drown that comment, out, everyone. That's sad. That just makes me sad. Yeah, a little that's bit. like, oh, buds. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as long as they don't milkshake duck me, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm supporting them in the abstract, knowing nothing yeah. about them. You know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, they're a musician, and you know, like they 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 that make doesn't music, mean anything. Like, well, really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. We don't finally. Last thing in music news, uh, Tears for Fears has finally come out with a uh, new single, like first one in 17 years. It's called The Mm -hmm. Tipping Point. And I only really just want to bring this up because, you know, I I love Tears for Fears. And they've always kind of like toyed with dystopian imagery in their music. Dude, break it down again? Come on. Yeah, like everybody wants to rule the the world. world. Everybody thinks that's a happy song, but like... no. It starts out just like, no. oh yeah, this is 1984, guys. By the way, dude, yeah, 
And Shout is great. Yeah. That that is still one of my favorite beats like in a song. Period. Mad because world, it's man. Mad World, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck that Gary Jules cover, man. They get the OG. I feel like these guys n- haven't really uh come out with a lot of songs, but dude, when they do Elemental like, it's just is, it's solid. Elemental is a hell of an album. I remember buying that when it came out, like the CD and this was like a, like hair metal era still, kind of. Yeah. yeah. It, like near grunge and shit. And I had that. And they're like, what are you doing with the fucking Tears for Fears album? And I was like, it's good. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck off. Go fuck, go fuck yourself. I yeah, had a you friend. Should, you should find, you should find that person nowadays. And like, if he's listening nah. to fucking sticks or some shit. Like, Probably. Hey, what you doing? This, still listen to this shit. Well, the, the this fucking, is the only, know. the only person I've ever absolutely straight up punched in the fucking face while driving a car um we because like we used to drive around this motherfucker wouldn't stop pushing the buttons on the radio and i would have a yeah. mixtape in and i'd be like bitch no driver picks the tunes yeah and he's like eh, and then he just like starts pushing buttons again and i straight up just like fucking stapled his head into the window like Damn. i am not don't fuck with me man yeah like i got there's a reason i put those songs on there and it isn't for your enjoyment it's so that I can fucking keep pay attention to driving and not have to listen to your ass. Yeah, like that. That's the thing. I didn't, didn't didn't much like them. Don't anyway, fuck so um, don't fuck with the mixtape. Yeah, no, don't don't fuck with the mixtape. Don't request tracks at the club. God damn it! <laughs> Just let it fucking happen, man. Yeah. If you go to the karaoke, don't like bar, the music, sing then, the song yeah. you like. Yeah, but like, leave that guy alone, man. He's fucking got enough to worry about stuck playing wagon wheel to your sad ass anyway um (laughs) what else you got so in tabletop games uh right the future is up on kickstarter i mean it's well by the time this episode drops the kickstarter is going to be over over but uh they're already fully funded so it's Hmm. called right the future and it's a roll slash write game um what I don't really know what that is. Yeah, I don't know. What that is. Spell yeah. the word. Spell the word. Roll R O L L slash like a backward well a backslash and uh, write W R I T E. Roll right. Um, oh, okay. So you enter your own dialogue. I guess. I mean, so the games, but the games only last twenty to thirty minutes. It's up. Mm. It's from one to a hundred players somehow. Huh. Um, and okay. let me let me uh that sounds so stressful this is, this is their well I, I i don't know how that would work honestly a hundred players know, on one card game thing you know if, if fall guys is fun for a minute sure all right in right the futures all the players will create their own thriving criminal empire in a crime infested cyberpunk future by cleverly filling their player sheet with beautifully or less so drawn agents intel <coughs> weapons and money not only will you take on a big variety of missions, unlock different bonuses, and create spectacular combos, you will also be able to ma- manipulate the value of the resources at the black market. This sounds like a skit. Like a what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're going to have user-created content? Like, you, I get to draw, like, my own cards. I, I well, I, I don't know. Or am I drawing from a deck of cards? Yeah. Because if I can draw my own cards, it's going to be a sad mm. affair with a bunch of even poorly drawn stick figures. 
Yeah, it well, okay, I didn't look at the uh, the Kickstarter too much, but well, that's why the roll right thing makes me think that, like the right yeah. aspect of it is like maybe okay. Well, this is a, this is a dragon template. What are you going to call it? And I'll be like, I'll call it uh, Dangly Ball. Roll and write slash stamp game. Yeah, I'm pretty that's like into gaming, but I don't know what that means. Okay, it's what you'll get: one player sheet pad with a hundred pages, one rule, one uh, with rules in English, French, or and German, four pencils, eighteen dice, forty-two mission cards, and five neighborhood cards. So, what makes this different from all the other roll and write games? I don't even care. Uh, what <laughs> this is literally the first i've ever heard of this. yeah, yeah. what is yeah. this shit? <laughs> i mean yeah. i'll be honest it's like a plague i'm not playing a lot of tabletop right now yeah but yeah. like it's still like um we, we this is a yeah. whole thing that i need to know more we've about. done this yeah. shit long enough to know like the different i'm willing to make f- let's be clear i'm willing to make fun of it However, yeah, I don't feel well informed enough to do that in a way that won't be clumsy and stupid. Okay, look, if yeah. this game lets me be that one asshole who just with his pen and paper just makes like, okay, I'm the death cult and I just drew a nuke and I win. What I think, what I think this is is, <laughs> what is it seems like a it seems just like a pen and paper RPG, mm-hmm. um, okay. but without like a game board. That's okay. that's I think. So the you draw thing. the map on your pages. Kind of, well, I I don't think you necessarily even need a map. I think the neighborhood cards though are oh. the map. But okay, I don't know. I'm not. Sure. I don't understand where the drawing um, comes into play. I mean, we could just do that for every role playing game. Well, the, they have mission cards. Okay, which, uh, uh, that's not too. Which important. I think that's what they mean by drawing. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, wow, so we just that. we just <laughs> ch- ch- check it check it out check it out since we, we just lose it out partners we don't understand it ourselves yeah, no, not even a little bit someone come explain <laughs> this to me we're just doing a signal boost here at the yeah, end of the day yeah. <laughs> for the love of God and... explain to me what this is <laughs> I swear to God Shadow Link I looked at your notes and I just went uh <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair all right so. In other news, Free League Publishing has announced a Blade Runner RPG. You know, okay. you know what? I, I'm confident in that because I really do like Free yeah. League's publishing's um, games and writing so far. Like they make really good games and products. All right, so, all right. okay. uh, I'm pretty confident with that one. Where if they're going to make a Blade Runner RPG, you know what? I think they're going to do well because yeah. everything else it, they've done. You know is what? Beautiful. To, this isn't to say that I I wouldn't like to see an animated Blade Runner thing. You know what I mean? I just wish the faces looked a little better like i i don't an rpg in the blade runner universe is right up my fucking that's my wheelhouse yeah, yeah that sounds dope movie. like yeah and I'm glad that, that would hit me about as hard as this like fucking mech warrior shit's been hitting me the last couple weeks like yeah that's yeah that's something that we could i mean if people are interested maybe we could do that that'd on be the, a fun uh, one on discord yeah, yeah yeah for our discord uh, so have a, yeah the uh hold on i'm trying to double check my my uh i believe freely publishing did the uh alien role-playing game right Oh, okay. Oh, did they? I've, I've, I've actually looking, heard good things about that. I'm looking. Yeah. Free League, pu- Free League Alien RPG. Yeah, Free League Publishing does, did the uh, Alien RPG, that beautiful book that I have that I really mm-hmm. want to run a game in and hint, hint on the Discord. I would love yeah. to impregnate <laughs> all of you with aliens that burst out of your chest because <laughs> that satisfies some horrible, horrible fetishes. What, but anyway. what about the, uh, the, the Bloodburster, though? Oh, the Bloodburster. That's the only good How... scene in that movie. I am Hudson. You are awesome. so just uh, yeah. 
100%. Game over, man. <laughs> rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Oh, you fucking, oh, yeah. Rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Love him so much. Yeah, wonderful actor. Yeah. Miss him already. Dude, frailty, man. Frailty is a movie y'all should be watching this Hollywood. Incredible movie. Mm. Well, fuck your world up. But yeah, they Matthew did uh, McConaughey. But, God damn. But yeah, Freeland Publishing did the alien role-playing game, and they found I think they were trying to do a Terminator one too. I gotta double check. Oh, I think a different publisher okay. would do that. I can't remember. But they're getting licenses to like do role-playing games for these kind of stuff. And right like I trust cool, them cool. to do this well. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. So moving on to video games. Uh keyword came out on September 28th, which is okay. a an immersive sim. Cool. Um it's for PC and Mac, and it's so it takes place in the future, and you're trying to find your missing daughter. I don't know where the. Um, oh my god, I'm so sorry, but every time I hear that, I think of that glitch in uh, what is that? That fucking hard rain, dirty rain. What the fuck is that? Heavy name? rain. Heavy rain, where it's the glitch where he just keeps yelling out, Kevin. Kevin! <laughs> <laughs> He's just walking through the mall, and he just. <laughs> He, he, he never stops saying it. It's just like, Karen, 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 That, yeah, that's the opposite of immersive. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. My God. Anyway, yeah. yeah so, uh, lots wait, of hacking, like lots of uh, social uh, engineering in this game, it seems okay. like. Um, use binoculars that- to spy into the homes of neighbors, discover lurking enemies, and look over the city of Toronto to find important clues and put the pieces together. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Is and it appa- first person, like top down? It's a first person immersive sim. So, um, like, so it looks observer. like. No, it's uh, an immersive sim is basic. It's kind of like hyperlink f- fiction. It, we talked okay. about it last week about how right. it's kind of like creepy pasta or how it's grown out of creepy pastas where it. They try to uh, blur the line between, um, you, you know, reality right. and the fantasy that they are. Like ARG kind of shit where yeah. like you're getting texts from, you know, oh, fictional yeah. characters yeah. and shit. Like, yeah. like that Breacher game that I told you guys about. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So this is a lot of, of, of that. You'll be sitting in front of a computer screen that looks like a computer screen. Although you mm-hmm. are also in an apartment with a fancy view of a skyline, of course. Cool. Um, but most of the game, I think, will be will take place in front of essentially electronic devices. Nice. So, uh, I don't know. People, that sounds cool. Yeah. Although I think that people in cyberpunk games should like stop losing their daughters. Yeah. 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 And they should leave their apartments. Yeah. You should um, also maybe not have children if you're living in a cyberpunk universe. I'm just saying. It just seems like, like a trope that's used a lot. Of really, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like humanity's going to die because at that point, you know, the super rich have these like embryonic egg things that are like in the most hidden fucking level of their compound somewhere yeah. on the mm-hmm. 179th floor of the superstructure over, you know, whatever Altoona, Pennsylvania. And yeah. why, why Altoona? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, uh, Whisper Trip Chapter 1 is out. It's by Walnut LLC, and it's out for Microsoft Windows. I talked about this uh, during CyberCon, um, mm-hmm. uh, and it's very similar in gameplay and style to uh, Katana Zero, if you guys know that. Yeah. Mm. Um, came out I on October not. 7th. Uh, so Katana Zero is basically Hotline Miami, but you know you just have a sword. And okay. it's a side scroller. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Kind of like and, Shinobi, like old school Ninja yeah, Gaiden. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, well, it's it's very precise. You have right, like you have to do everything 
correctly. And it's cool because you you play as a psychic <laughs> assassin uh, who can see into the future. And every time you die, it's not the real memory of ah, the that's dope yeah, it's and, and it rewinds with a with like this vhs uh uh like Ooh, graphic like it. yeah, what's it called it, again it's called katana zero i need to look into that yes uh that's fucking my jam that one's been out for a couple years whisper trip just came out um <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean like i i, I guess i don't know I just really hope that they got some of the bugs out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Infinite Corp uh, has been ported to uh, the Nintendo Switch. Infinite Corp is a decision-making card game. So you are an employee of a corporation dealing in goods distribution and logistics in the Mega Tower, the place where all local citizens live. Join a oh world God. where the stakes are high and morality is blurred. I hope this is funny. Yeah, no, I yeah. I played it for a little bit. I kind of feel like I I mean I don't know. The art style suggests that there might be a humorous element to okay. it because it's kind yeah. of cartoony. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, that came out. Uh, oh, and that's uh, published and well, developed and published by Tebow. Um, the Sundew comes out on October fourteenth, which is a point and click adventure, pixelated. It's by twenty fifty four. And it's coming out for Nintendo Switch, Microsoft Windows, and Linux. I don't really know. Uh, I think it's... So the description is, you are Anna Iso, a, cy- a cyborg cop abandoned by progress and thrust into the middle of a global conspiracy. Experience the classic point. And it's just point-and-click adventure postulation. Uh, um, but it takes in Shibakawa, the capital of Japan, in 2054. Um, All right. Something the world's happens. gone to hell, and it's taking you down with it. All so, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I hope, I hope we'd have to see it, but I do hope yeah. that, like, it's a little... No lies detected. Yeah, exactly. And they do, have, they do have a demo for it out, too. Oh, so if you okay. want to, like, uh, if any of you at home want to, like, kind of play test before you get into it, then that's that would be the way to get go. Probably not yeah. a bad idea. I mean, honestly, when it comes to, like, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk. And also, when click. it comes to like point and click cyberpunk games, like they're all pretty solid. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I've never played a bad one. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the bar's pretty high for me because like virtual reverse. <laughs> so yeah, like you yeah. need to look damn good, dude. Gemini Rue is so good though. Yeah. Uh, mm. And on October twenty seventh, Kate Collateral Damage is coming out. It's not exactly a cyberpunk game, but this is actually based on a movie with. Uh, um, God, what's her name? Um, Elizabeth Winstead that came out okay. earlier this year. What was so, it called again? Kate colon Collateral Damage, and it's by Lindic oh, Studios. It's on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, a, so, it's like an action movie or something? Yeah, it, seen it, it seems very uh, John Wick, but speaking yeah. of uh, how the noir isn't dead yet, I just found out that this is a remake of De- uh, Dead on Arrival from 1950, mm. from like, Interesting. I don't remember what year. The the 50s sometime. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the premise is, uh, so the game, so the movie is about Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who is a an assassin, and she gets uh, uh, poisoned by the Yakuza, and she has 24 right. hours to live. Mm-hmm. Um, so the rest of the movie is just her, like, taking down the Yakuza and uh, <laughs> trying to fight her way up to the 
the top. Sounds very John Wick to me. Yeah. Um, Sounds cool. And the raid and like even yeah. dread a little bit. Yeah. Well, no. Kill the baddie at the tower. I'm out all for it. I like that. Yeah. 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 Especially like Ong Bak. Uh, was it Ong Bak or was it the protector? Had this mm-hmm. one amazing fucking single shot of like Tony Ja just murdering people while he's going <laughs> up this fucking spiral. Like it's inside this building. If you've never seen any of his movies, like definitely Ong Bak, uh, the Die Warrior, all that shit. Yeah interesting fellow and yeah Muay, Muay Thai at full speed is some shit yeah <laughs> and I think one I don't know which one of the movies was he fought a dude who did capoeira and it was in a room that was on fire but then it's now ankle deep in water because the sprinklers turned on hmm. and some of the stuff is still on fire for some fucking reason and it's yeah. just absurd I love it they, like yeah. they're kicking up so much water it's so fucking great anyway yeah no, sorry <laughs> yeah so this is this is like a it's an action roguelite and uh, it's uh, in an it's isometric Mm. excuse me um and uh it, it's given me a lot of like have you guys ever played akane uh no i have not it's given me those vibes so that's like a top-down samurai slasher set in okay. like a little cyberpunk mi- micro world it's it's a one screen game but uh okay. like man i mean it just seems really fast-paced and uh pretty intense uh right so yeah so that comes out October 22nd and let's see next is the Caligula effect two. Um, <laughs> I remember the first one coming out. It's on consoles and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I what? have it. I haven't played it yet. That's by Nippon Ichi software. Okay. Um, and it's out what? on Nintendo switch and PlayStation four. What's the deal with that? Because I've seen Caligula and I don't really want to see the effect. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest dickest. All right. <laughs> oh, no, that's a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. No, yeah. no. Caligula is. Oof, is it's a up. it's a it's a good way to <clears throat> not talk to your roommate for four days. Cool. The first time you both watch it together. Um, not for, you know phobic reasons just because it's a lot man caligula's a lot it's a lot it's a lot roddy mcdowell man Oof. yeah so this is a uh uh japanese game um so i'm looking at their i'm yeah. reading their uh uh description on their official website right now and it's a little choppy but it says the mysterious mysterious virtual doll regret those who listen to our songs are ensnared by another world. If only ellipsis, it is a world that undoes its undoes undoes its denizens past mistakes. It is a world that could have been a second chance to live the life you could have had. So, uh, yeah. I, oh, wait, no. Well, the virtual doll X is another virtual doll who, like the go home club, seeks to turn the false world of redo on its head. She chooses you, the main character, as her partner when you were in the midst of awakening, granting you a new power. The two of you work together to recruit new members who also gradually remember the real world. As the new go-home club, you all seek to escape Redo. But in challenging the creator of the world herself, you will face countless perils. uh, 72% of those words are salad. (laughs) I feel like I knew less about it. Like it seems like there. everybody's kind of trapped in this place called Redo, um, oh. where you essentially live a better life, okay. but a lot of people are starting to figure out that you know it's a lie. 
Um, Into the Matrix. Of course. Yeah, essentially. Dot hack um, sign. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't know exactly what kind of game it is. I want to say it's an ARPG, um, mm. but I could be wrong about that. Right on. Yeah. It has a very, it had a very like, the art for it seemed to be like the, those old like Final Fantasy paintings. Yeah. 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 That's you know, cool. the kind of wispy fantasy effect. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Scrolled right by it. Got to be honest. <laughs> didn't, didn't even look into it. I was just like, I saw the word Caligula and I was like, ah, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> If this is even a dating sim, I'm getting the fuck out of here. You know, like, <laughs> do not need to see a fist go anywhere else. <laughs> okay, so next we've got Arcade, which is coming out on October 26th. It is developed and published by Costello Inc. And it so it looks like Tron meets uh, Blade Runner meets like a bunch of different things. But it's, it's a VR game, like a VR run and gun game. Um, inspired by a lot of like 80s stuff so it's given it has a lot of like uh from what i saw in the trailer it, it looks a lot like uh far cry blood dragon to me oh, okay so, cool yeah yeah except like very very fast-paced mm. um so and finally virtual verse by uh theta division is finally coming out for the Nintendo Switch on October 29th. Oh, cool. It's been on PC forever. I highly recommend it. Yeah. I still haven't... Man, that game kicked my ass. It's like, I, I still haven't finished it, and that's not a mark against it. It's just... Yeah. Uh, it, oh, God. It's exactly how a point-and-click should be. And it also is <laughs> very pretty. Yeah. Pixel art is yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's so good. Go check it out. <laughs> so it's a it's a point-and-click? It's a point-and-click adventure game. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. Well, the premise is everybody like has installed essentially uh, an augmented reality uh, um, device that just kind of projects onto people's eyeballs. Oh, okay. And you're like one of the only people left who has an actual pair of alt, uh, augmented reality goggles. So you're the only one who's able to like switch things off and see the reality for what well, it no, is. The punks oh, right, are the ones who like uh, in this world, it's like low tech and floppy disks are a way of to get around global surveillance. And yeah. so there's like all these punks who like use, who don't use the AR brain implant because they're turning into an implant. And you're like, yeah, okay. this yeah. society is some of the few who still use like the goggles instead. So they can turn it on and off. And that's a big nice. uh, mechanic of the game is to be able to turn them on, see shit that you wouldn't normally be able to see and figure out what you're doing. Cause sometimes you gotta, mm -hmm. you know, click those things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. All right. So, so some first one? Yeah, so that's oh, all hey. I got. Let's uh, go. You know what? Real quick, um, one more thing came out. Uh, Atmosphere just dropped a new album called Word. Oh. Spell right, right, W-O-R-D, right, right. uh, question mark. Uh, the last track on it has Aesop Rock and, may he rest in peace, MF Doom. And awesome. the song is called Barcade, and the video is fucking great. So definitely check that track out. It bangs. It's really good. And the whole album is good yeah, because yeah. Atmosphere is very talented. Um, yeah, it's come. Ru ruin our day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's what that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, so big finish. So the first question I have to ask is: Are you guys ready to go on an adventure? Yes. Yeah. Good. No. Wait. Well, what kind of adventure are we talking here? Oh man. Well, the other question, the next question I have to ask is: Do you guys know what stable coins are? Yeah. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, Steve- so that's that. That's essentially uh, Bitcoin that is backed by uh, national currency, right? Yes, it is. Right. We spoke about it in like previous episodes, like nations are doing this. The Bahamas, mm-hmm. China, you know, uh, they, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, basically, yeah, it's, it's a cryptocurrency. It's a type of, I mean, even calling it cryptocurrency is not quite accurate. More like, it's more like it's, gambling. It's token. putting a hat on a hat. Basically, yeah. It, it, like, it, it's, yeah. It's tethered to actual money. Does that make two of them, or does one stand in for the other one? Because I already have the one. Well, you're tink- and you're I can already of- send it across the planet. Yes, but you're thinking about the one that's been put out by like governments, you know? Because yeah. when well, you when, sure. a, when a government, which is, that that is super pointless to me. Yeah, when a government puts out a stable coin, it's assumed that like you know they're just you know money machine goes burr. So who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. And yeah. what I'm going to be talking about today is. From the bastion of liberal and anarchist thought, Bloomberg Business Week. <laughs> Whoa. Holy shit. From, yeah, no. I, people are going to mistake us for fucking leftists. <laughs> <laughs> this excellent article called Anyone Seen Tethers Billions by Zeke Fox, who oh, I boy. hope that's their real name. And I'm glad this office chair Fox, has like F A W K E S A U X. Oh, nice. oh, so that would be. So is it Fox or Foe? Yeah. Oh, maybe Foe. Yeah, Zeke Foe. That would yeah. be a cool name. <laughs> I hope that's a real name. I'm glad yeah. I have a seatbelt on this office chair. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> this individual decided. Uh, so let's get into a little backstory, right? In July, the Treasury Secretary Jeanette Yellen summoned the chair of the Federal Reserve in America, the head of securities and exchange commissions, and six other top officials for a meeting to discuss tether. Now, this is a weird thing because, one, we've all seen through the Facebook trials what it's like trying to explain anything tech-related to our government. But, You're going to get rid of Fansta? Yeah. So, <laughs> Fuck out of here. Anyway. The, the, this is like inflation was spiking, COVID was happening, and yelling. And this person wanted to talk about like a digital currency, like dreamed mm-hmm. up by a former child actor. We're going to get into that. <laughs> But the, there's so many of this them. This person figured yeah. out that. Is it Lindsay Lohan? No, no. Think more of the Mighty she's Ducks. She's doing NFTs now. I know. God. God. No, think of more of the Mighty <gasps> Ducks. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, buddy. Okay. But this is. They forget. This person figured. Yellen figured out that Tether could put the U.S. financial system at risk. And mm-hmm. Tether. It's, it's Yeah, it's a stable coin. It's one to one to the dollar. But unlike the other stable coins that we've talked about, Tether is a private company. Tether holding mm-hmm. LTD. And okay. it takes its dollar. Basically what it is, is if you want to trade in cryptocurrency, in, uh, you have to use Tether. It's almost, yeah. mm-hmm. almost a monopoly. In the sense that like, if you want to trade in cryptocurrency, you have to get Tether. You put your money, you give money, your money to Tether. They give you... Well, what about like Coinbase? Sure. But Tether's the big one. Oh. Tether, we're going to get okay. into why they're, like, how big they are and also how like shady they are. But Tether okay. is like, you give their money to Tether, they stash your you, how it's supposed to work is that they stash your money away. They give you they give you tether coin tokens, which are basically gambling chips at this point to cash <laughs> sure. to your to yeah. buy your cryptocurrencies. And mm. if you wanted your cash back, you would just give the tether coins give I put in quotes back to tether, and they would give you your cash back. That's how it's supposed to work. What's the point? Uh, what is the motherfucking I, point, dude? I. It's it's a savings I, account. Honestly, throughout all but of this, I couldn't even like, tell you why. I can't. 
it's so dumb. Why don't you just photocopy your money and then mail it to your dad? Like, what the fuck? Basically, this is the dumbest. I can't even. I might have to mute myself for a while because I'm just going to sit here and make like guttural fucking. Well, I like like the author of this because they do treat it like they're gambling tokens because they basically are at that point because it's like. Quote, once they have te- – this from the article. Once they have tethers, people could send them to cryptocurrency exchanges and use them to bet on the price of Bitcoin, Aether, or any of the other coins. This mm. is such a circle jerk. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> At least in, <laughs> in theory, tether holdings hold on to the dollar, and yeah, they could return it to you if you wanted. And again, from the article, the convoluted mechanism became popular because real banks didn't want to do business with crypto com- companies, especially foreign ones. That's why tether – things like tether exist. Is because mm-hmm. nobody wants to work. No bank wants to work with a high risk thing like cryptocurrencies. So you have Tether, it's, which isn't technically cash, but it has a one to one armory. Dollar. It's the floating armory of crypto. <laughs> Basically, yeah. We actually have no idea oh like how Tether exists or like its one to one exchange rate. Because again, when it's a government, it makes a little bit more sense, right? It's a government. They mm-hmm. make their own cash. They, the government, you would assume, figured out its own economy. Like it's based well, like it, possibly on real dollars somewhere. With Tether, they have – they put out a stupid – this is why it's become worrying. They put out a stupid amount of coins. There are now 69 billion Tethers in circulation, 48 billion of them issued this year. Uh, this article oh. came out a couple days ago. That means the company okay. supposedly holds a corresponding $69 billion in real money mm-hmm. to back the coins. Mm-hmm. And, it, and this amount, it would make it one of the top 50 largest banks in the U.S. if it was a bank. Jesus yeah. Christ. It's, it's literally – I could literally be the same thing as that if y'all mailed me $69 billion <laughs> and yeah. put it in a stack in my basement. I too would be worth $69 billion. This is literally a one-to-one like lateral fucking movement. You know what I mean? Like you would hope so because the thing that's called into question is, do they actually have 69 billion? (laughs) No, because on Twitter, it, it, this came up like on Twitter, like real, I'm not going to again, fucking Jim Cramer, like host of CNBC. Like it's all, it's been coming up in more uh, circulatory business. So it's been more popular business circles of the idea Mm -hmm. of, who is this weird offshore company, and how did they suddenly become one of the one of the top fifty banks if they were a bank? Yeah, yeah. And as far as regulars are concerned, the size of Tether's supposed dollar holding it's it's dangerous. It's it, it this okay. It's an extraction. It's dangerous. Be, well, yeah, but it's dangerous because if sixty nine billion dollars, right? If because theoretically their promise is you could just cash in your tethers back to us and we'll give you the cash back. If all of their, if everybody made a run on the bank, yeah, it would. Yeah, if everybody cashed their shit in at once to get their money back, it would start like They're a bank sell off. Like it would yeah. crash. Yeah. It would cause a financial crash. Well, I mean, that's true of a bank. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's it's true of, of any bank. bank. Yeah, but yeah. it would cause a finan- like a financial crash. Like because like, then suddenly the company like, would have to sell all its assets. Like it would have to liquidate basically everything to be able to pay what it back. It's like a fucking room full of servers. There's Jesus only think, on LinkedIn. It says there's only like a dozen people working for it. Oh yeah, there's no, no way yeah. they have. Yeah, they're all about to make. Dollars. Those dozen people are about to make off with one twelfth of sixty nine billion dollars in a moment. Like it's just yeah, uh, it would cause like a rush. It would be a huge. Problem. I hope they do that, and then they buy a very large shipping vessel, and then they take that vessel to the Suez Canal and just <laughs> jack it right into the 
fucking edge. <laughs> well, because like to get into like, I'm not going to get into like the weird financial sorcery, but like it would basically cause like a stock market crash if this happened. Because that's how like interwoven yeah. all this shit is. For yeah. what I couldn't tell you how, but like everyone's worried that like if that was to happen, where they would just take the money and like vanish because they're a weird shady foreign company. Uh, yeah. That would cause like a weird financial crash, specifically in America, because this is where we're cryptocurrency yeah because we so this author decided i'm gonna figure out where where this it took the the very ambitious task of figuring out where all the shit's coming so coming from where where is this mysterious 69 billion being managed right because obviously they're not doing it and realistically you would have other companies doing it some dude's fucking diamond encrusted iPhone 14, which isn't even out yet. That's where yeah. it's sitting, sitting in the hard drive of that. Oh man! Oh, I love this. There's a part from uh, from Tether's accounting. Uh, it says that oh, that 30 billion of its dollar holdings are investing commercial paper short term loans to corporations. So that would make Tether right. the seventh largest holder of such a debt, right up there with Charles Schwab and Vanguard Group. See, see, that's yeah. the trick. That one to one. Well, that that one to one dollar thing, man. That's 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 the fucking smokescreen. It's the idea yeah. of suddenly putting people in debt and then manipulating that debt through interest. Well, here's the th- yeah. Well, here's that's the, the thing. They're claiming that they own a lot of debt from these like groups. That would make it probably one of the seventh sure. largest holders of debt, as in they got some. Wait, can I give can I give them my college debt and they can have? No, that? we're we're talking about the good t- type of debt, the one where like mm. own bits of companies. We're talking about the good oh, debt. This okay. is the debt that like yeah. we you or I will never get to have but i can put an nft on the shares that like navient has on my ass sure, right? yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my god that's what i'm gonna i'm gonna do that <laughs> so this was fact out and like because there's only like seven of them quote it's a small market with lots of a lot of people who know each other said deborah cunningham chief investment officer of global money markets at federated hermes an asset management company in pittsburgh Quote, if there was a new entrant, it would be usually very obvious. So that's the first line, is that they don't, in fact, own these things. Everybody knows everybody <laughs> in that kind of world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's not fucking true. You guys don't fucking own these parts of the cut. You don't own debt from these companies. You know, right. it, it's yeah. it's not true. Yeah. And the other one was is that the on the, on the Tether's website they claim um they're, they they um, they have representatives with the British Virgin Island Financial Investigation Agency. Uh, they do audits on companies to make sure they're legit. And, yeah, you know, you, you would you would say, hey, I want you to look at our company. So, like, you basically you could pass all your regulations. Quote, we don't and never have worked with them. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, we were, yeah. So where are these guys based exactly? Where are they not? Okay. <laughs> you said that there are 12 people working for they them. They said there's like yeah, a dozen- It's not like... <laughs> What are they just fucking sitting in their are they, fucking bedrooms and yeah, is like this a laptop open and that's all they're doing? These guys are everywhere from Puerto Rico to Hong Kong because this is the wow. financial world and all that that amount of cash can't possibly sit in one place. No, Man, that's true. The, yeah. Like they don't. There's no single like base of operations. No, like they're one of the like, one of the employees, like one of their executive officer, chief executive officers on Tether's website is a J. L. Vanderveld, a Dutchman who lives in Hong Kong. And has never given an interview, never spoken to anybody. And the one, the person we're going to be talking about the most is Chief Financial Officer Giancarlo Davasini. If he's a, okay, this is where the hard scam comes in. He's a former plastic surgeon from Italy who's once described on Tether's website as the founder of a successful electronics business. That's it. I don't like anything he, that just came out of your mouth. 
That's it. That's all we know. We uh, this, that's all we know. This dude is probably okay. the oldest person in crypto right now because I think he's almost sixty. Yeah. But yeah. he is has strong scam vibes. Yeah, yeah. this dude isn't like like just mwah, like classic like Italian scam artistry like financial fuckery. Yeah. It's incredible. I don't think he has any mob connection, but it's it's mm, it's good. It's, it's well, incredible. I mean, we're talking. He does. He's doing plastic surgery. I can go. We can speculate. If he's not going to release information, then I'm just going to make shit up right now. <laughs> uh, let's say. Well, he goes. He goes to medical school, right? He, and he he gets into it, and he finds out that like he's really good at the the plastic surgery. Maybe he's got like a history of art in his life, and you know he's he's very good at this aspect of it. And I'm, I'm just, this is me just saying. Maybe he's trying to do something good at first, and then eventually he kind of gets into it. And then like this dude comes in, and his name is like you know Tommy Tutos, and he needs his face changed because he's about to like disappear because he did some <laughs> shit out in like I don't know fucking Sicily, and it wasn't good. And he's got to make make like he's got to go <laughs> and that's that's how this guy buys his first house so you know now he's in you know he's he's like hey this guy's good you know we can he, we can trust him he could do stuff and then he gets like real good at it but then something happens like he gets a bunch of he has a bunch of dogs on his property and like uh one of them you know it, it never really like socially adjusted to the rest of them and it bites him and so he loses like nerve use in his hands and that's why he has to go into crypto wow <laughs> that that's not yeah, yeah that's, that's a good backstory. Yeah. That's good backstory. Right, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So let's go. I like to believe in the best in people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This dude is around. Yeah. He's around. He yeah. does art gallery shit. Like he's a weird dude. But to oh, art gallery. I guess definitely counter- fucking scam. Well, <laughs> oh, <buddy. laughs> I was gonna say, Corian, it's like a counterpoint to your argument. Italy. Yeah, like, but Italy's Italy's Italy. For some reason, I mean, kind of rubs where, me the wrong way. It's sometimes. just that whole like you know Vatican Rome, you know that, but like also, family thing. But yeah. also, uh, like everything that comes out of Italy is fucked up. Somehow. Like me, nope. It seems like Italo yeah. disco is great. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fucking you know what they did to uh, the Chinese noodles is very nice. Hey, my ancestors came um, from Sicily, so they're very well adjusted. Like every pizza, love from it. Sicily. Dude, I love pizza. You know, in Sicily, I'm sorry. The- no, the cuisine's fantastic. I can't do it. You know, all the guys in Sicily were so busy like fighting each other, they like had to legally put them on the boats, and then they told them to leave. So there was a period in Sicily's <laughs> history where like there were like no men. Well, because they were so busy, so busy trying to kill each other <laughs> over like weird dumb. Family so they put shit. them on the same boats and sent them away. Yeah, like yeah, basically yeah. And that oh, oh that's shit. my family. So when they pull into yeah. port, there's like four dudes left. <laughs> I don't know how I have ancestors. And two of them are in love. Okay. Yeah. So like, I don't know how I have ancestors. That's what's up. No, I don't. None of I us. Have no idea. I have no idea how my people survived. Who anyway. was it? Somebody somebody wrote a, a short story. I think it, dude, you would know about this. It was in Davidoff's class, but it, mm-hmm. it, it was about the impossibility of being alive. Yeah. Was that, no, that was Lem. That was, that was Lem. Lem. Yeah. And I, I'm fucking that title up, but yeah, no, that's definitely Stanislav Lem in what was that book? Vacuum, a perfect vacuum. Nice. It was one of his short stories. Thank you. I can't remember the title of the story. Anyway, back back to this fucked up old guy. <laughs> He's incredible. So to like understand Tether, we're gonna have to go back a little bit to Brock Pierce, who is of course a former child actor who played the younger version of Emilio Estevez's character in the Mighty Ducks films. <laughs> that is the first weird. That is the most sane thing that's going to be about the story because it gets weirder. You know. 
if you're gonna pivot, pivot hard, son. Yeah. So he he, he <laughs> got his his successful financial start when he made like a brokerage to sell like buy and sell video game items, and he employed Steve Bannon at one point. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't. No, uh, he was an early Bitcoin investor. He he did good. Yeah. And he came up with the idea for a stablecoin in 2013 with, uh, I think, Craig Seller, who was a programmer. And uh, he recruited Reeve Collins to uh, to help him run it. And he, Steve Co- Reeve Collins, if for you nerds, if that sounds familiar, he is the inventor of the pop under web browser ads. So Hooray. just evil on top Thanks. of evil. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Oh, is that a thing that my ad blogger yeah. lets me never yeah, see? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> so these dipshits eventually, they through their uh, Bitcoin exchange Bitfinex, they came up with the idea. Uh, they came up with Tether, as in it's a one, and it was a one for the idea is this is a one for one, right? Hmm. So you got a one dollar, yeah. you got one Tether, same value. Yeah. I'm just gonna just be over here crying. Yeah. Go ahead. The problem is, the thing is, Tether, uh, it breaks every rule in banking. <laughs> Banks keep track, and uh, this is from the article. Banks keep track of everyone who has an account or where they send their money. Allow, and this is basically like you have no privacy with your financial transactions. Is so they yeah. track you and make sure you're not buying drugs or prostitutes. Yeah. Mm. The, th- the nice thing about cryptocurrency is you could buy drugs and prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or drugs, you know. Uh, I like a quote from mm, this article. Theoretically, I like the. I like, yeah. Again, this is from Bloomberg, so I just like this one quote. From this article, a drug lord can hold millions of tethers in a digital wallet and send it to a terrorist without anyone knowing. God. And you're right, man. Uh, man, crypto's the future. Yeah. Certainly, no I just bad love the, aspects. I just love the conservative so paranoia there. That makes me just, happy. Well, I mean, guns. What the fuck? Yeah. You're going to be selling guns. You're going to be selling fucking, you know, fertilizer, accelerants, uh, fucking tannerite, whatever. You can get that at Walmart, but like Walmart doesn't accept. Yeah, here, but like, yeah. But, and that's the thing. Like 99% of the shit on a planet, you cannot use crypto for. And you don't want to, though. It's only like, going to be very specific We're going to get into why you don't even want... Like, unless we all understand oh, no. that, like, we could just make up our own money. Because I made, I just made scum coins, guys, just right now, this very mm-hmm. second. Uh, oh, dude, oh, you just fucked us. You just... Yep. You did make it mm-hmm. real by saying it. Thank yeah, you. I just... I just lathe, it. lathe of heaven that to exist. Oh. But yeah, it's... You don't want to, right? So... Yeah. Because things crash. This crashes. This has no backing. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what we say, if it's a private company, even a bank isn't as as other financial crashes have taught us. Even a bank is not some unfathomable thing that'll like exist forever. Yeah. And the you other know, thing is, with t- we've seen them close in our lifetimes. Yeah, and you could. We've seen yeah. banks like disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like, here's uh, the thing: you could do some pretty cool crimes with just cash. You could do even better crimes with like tether. So Xiao Dong, I'm probably pronouncing his last name right. I'm sorry. Uh, a prominent tether trader in China, he's serving three years in prison for using the currency to la- to launder 480 million dollars of, of elite for illegal casinos. Oh, oh shit. shit! Nice, it's a good one, right? Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, there's nobody tracking anything, exactly. right? Yeah, that's a great, that's an incredible crime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. In 2013, the creator of Proto Stable, the it's like an early stable coin, it's called Liberty Reserve, if you all remember mm-hmm. that. The creator no, of Liberty but was arrested no, in Spain and eventually pleaded guilty to a money laundering conspiracy charge. That's, no. This is the thing. All, Get out. <laughs> all this shit comes to money laundering because money laundering, yeah. in case oh. you don't know what money laundering is. 
let's say you're running an operation, say, I don't know, illicit prostitution, drugs, and violence. And you make a lot of money from all the illicit prostitution, drugs, and violence. But all of this, mm-hmm. you know, ta- you're, you're not exactly – You can't spend not, it. You can't spend yeah. it. You're not exactly getting taxed for it. So you don't want that on yeah. the books. What do you do with it? Mm-hmm. You, vet, you put it into other things mm-hmm. like comic books from back in the day or laundromats yeah. or, you know, anything in New York. <laughs> movies. Mm-hmm. Delis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, movies. 100%. Yeah, movies. Yeah, we wouldn't have like the American film industry if it wasn't for money laundering. <clears throat> yeah. Oh God, we wouldn't have like Most kingdoms of Amalur without you know Kurt Schilling. You know what I mean? Like we would have video games without Yeah, exactly. Shit is fucking wild. No, um, so yeah, but, but yeah, te- but this kind of but stablecoin, especially when it comes from a private company, makes money laundering incredibly easy. Like to the point mm-hmm. where like, why wouldn't you? So, the, so yeah, you know, I can I can actually see that. I can see laundering as a um. Yeah, please. Pardon, the dogs are barking at something. Um, but the, uh, the, 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 what was I going to say now? The dogs just distracted me. Please continue. I'm sorry. Huh? I lost that thought completely. I, yeah, no, I don't know what's going on. Okay. Just make sure you're not getting like, Somebody... invaded by ninjas and the dogs are like having to deal with that. Oh, if I can hear them bark, we're fine. Oh, okay. You know, like it's, it's a, if they stop barking, then I have to get the machete. Oh, shit. Hold, hold on. So, the idea that like cryptocurrency, it's not a bank, it's not regulated, it's really get fucking dangerous, don't touch it. This caused Pearson Collins to give up on Tether in 2015. But Potter, the exa- exchange executive, he was less flexible in his ideas of legality. Hmm. And uh, he's even admitted in a podcast, I think in 2019, that like, yeah, no, it's in a gray area, it's awesome. And, oh, man. Okay. He had a boss. I mean... Yeah, he was like literally openly saying, yeah, this operates in a gray area legally. It's cool. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's so, what a normal legal moral person says. Yeah, totally. Like, yep. So his boss was Devasini, the former plastic surgeon. Okay. And, uh, mm-hmm. and they agreed to buy out Tether. So they bought the company for like one million, for like less than a million dollars. <laughs> and uh, Pierce handed over his shares. And then suddenly Devasini, who was 50 at the time, is what became a crypto bro the dude like again he's like 50 i don't know how old he is right now but, but like he's definitely probably well when did this happen oh man it, the article gets a little unclear because they say his age and they say yeah he's elderly yeah. for crypto bros but they don't say like when because he got the company i think in 2015 i think the article gets a little wibbly wobbly or maybe right. we simply so don't he's know like mid 50s late 50s yeah about yeah, he's definitely probably the, i i think the article is correct that he's probably the okay boomer <laughs> okay boomer yeah exactly <laughs> waiting for boomer coin yeah, like every picture i've ever seen of this dude is like him in like art galleries or like his fucking castle that he owns and like, he's into money laundering hardcore. oh god this dude yeah. is like doing all the like the crimes you're like mm, good scam shit like yeah like he, he, yeah, he worked in low end electronic business. Like he did all of this shit. It's <laughs> respect the hustle. Basically, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to. No, we're not. Um, no, just fucking, let you know that's yeah. an option. Go yeah. ahead. Basically. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man, this fucking quote. I, know. I swear to God. So, on Twitter, it's like uh, no, not on Twitter. He was asked where the company was keeping. Uh, who was asked? Hold on, give me a second. I know it's got a little like. My notes just basically turned into incoherent screaming at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. like it's all caps. 
basically it's like one person on Twitter described it as they're literally a Dave and Buster's Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Yeah. And yeah. you're not yeah, wrong. Yeah, that's literally the only stable coin I trust because then I can use it to play fucking skee ball in a minute. You know, <laughs> one token equals one quarter. Hey, yeah, no, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but see, the thing is, is Chuck E. Cheese tokens didn't like boom in 2017. So like they got one, <laughs> yeah. like the worth went up to like $1 billion. No, they didn't. Oh, no, bit, no crypto, crypto trading boomed to one bill, like a $1 right. billion dollar thing. And investors in Bitfinex yeah. made like $326 million profit. And uh, Davosini yeah. shares, because he owns Bitfinex, yeah, part of Bitfinex, uh, he, he basically made $100 million. That made Tether and Bitfinex Noble's biggest customer. Noble being a uh, financial regulator. Mm -hmm. You need those to appear legitimate. Mm -hmm. So... God, <laughs> I mean this. This is this is just Amway. You know what oh, I mean? Man. Like it's it really is. It's this fucked up Ponzi scheme, like Mother pyramid scheme kind pyramid of thing. Scheme, yeah, yeah. Honestly, like you, you yeah. need to con people into it, and then you gotta oh, like what is capitalism destroy. other than just a giant pyramid scheme? Really? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's like hilarious, it, like how environmentally fucked up this is. Yeah. Like how how much energy it takes just yeah. to like run the algorithm at this point is it's just uh, so stupid. Yeah, whatever. Throw more fucking yeah. carbons in the air, dude. That's why I'm not having kids. It's just yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I mean, like, that, oh God, I don't want to get too much on like the weird shit that happened to Devasini because it's like Bitfinex did all this weird shady shit because again, it's not a bank. You're a cryptocurrency right. exchange. So like they entrusted like 850 million dollars to a Panamanian money transfer service. It was called a uh, Crypto Capital Core. Because mm -hmm. banking issue. No one wants to work with you, so you have to do this weird shit to like basically yeah. have your money entrusted. But crypto mm -hmm. capital refused to send the money back. So it couldn't pay customers. <sighs> and so customers oh, couldn't withdraw their cash because this one company refused to give it back. That's fucking wild. Wow. <laughs> oh god. And somehow, despite this, the cryptocurrency like like it world like still had trust. They didn't lose confidence at all. Anyone? No, of course not. Hold. I think they got like bailed. I think they got bailed out in 2019. I think that cryptocurrency culture is just—it's a cult, guys. It's a cult. Like, yeah. well, this is—I like, don't know how to talk y'all out of it either. It I've done the research. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, the, the, a lot of the time, the conversations always like fucking devolve to like do the research and it's just like what research though like i'm looking at the larger moves that are being made with like what they're holding as assets i don't it's give a fuck much. about the mechanism of the coin because it is a hat on a hat we have money it has problems we have problems with like compound interest rates and yep. this nightmare of a fucking real estate like climate that we're in yeah. and I don't see Bitcoin like affecting or fixing any of that other than to put more fucking pollution into the air or make people like homeless that's or like, literally all, the things. all of this shit yeah. doesn't affect any of us really, except for when you interact no. with it. But if this shit crashes, right. it's going to take shit with it. That's how much money yeah. is wrapped up in this. And it, here's, yeah. here's an interesting thing. And here's the other weird fucking character in this. Currently it's money is being, is in uh, this company in the Bahamas called Dell tech bank and trust. And it's sure. chairman is Jean Chalopin. Now, for all of you Inspector Gadget heads, Jean Chalapin is the co-creator of Inspector Gadget. Oh my Wait, God! What? Really? He co-created co the cartoon what? Inspector Gadget. <laughs> the what? cyborg policeman. This is the weirdest motherfucking. <laughs> that is who's who 
of the Quite Bitcoin world. The left turn, my friend. <laughs> yeah. <Holy laughs> fuck. What? I could not in a there is no reality yeah. in which I predicted yeah. that. <laughs> he made his fortune by selling that animation studio, and that was his first like big dip into the financial world. Because after he sold the animation company that that made Inspector Gadget, he got rich. Yeah, dude's like yeah. seventy one now, yeah, and he shit. made this company in the Bahamas, and now he does financial shit. God damn it! Well, there you go, go go yeah. gadget fucking financial yeah. shit. So him and Devin Senior are friends, mean, like friend friends. But like they live like they what, live. wait wasn't wasn't Inspector Gadget the one where you never saw the bad guy's face? He had like a metal yeah, it was like claw or something, yeah. a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that's what it was, right? Claw or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. <sighs> that was he was he was that guy in the fucking cartoon the whole time. Maybe maybe <laughs> I don't know. He might be cool. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know anything about the no guy. Idea. Like I like he Inspector seems Gadget. like someone who's like man, this dude. Like Devacini and him became bros. Like. Like to st- talk, that they, they talk, they hung out, they like bought like yeah. the fucking manors next to each other, and split up the land mm. so they could share it. Like all this weird shit. They became like really good confidence game bros because a mm. part of um, I was going to say Tinder, Tether finances <laughs> <laughs> are in Dell Tech Bank and Trust in the Bahamas because that's what you do in the Bahamas okay. is you store money that you shouldn't have. But it's a legitimate right. business. I can't say that. Allegedly. There's going to be a lot of allegedly's. When listening to this entire episode, I'm saying it now, but like, just put a big allegedly. You know, it just in all caps right now in your brain, neon red, pulsing. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Everything that comes after that is allegedly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Why can't Dog the Bounty Hunter go after these motherfuckers? <laughs> I don't know. Come like on, Chalapin, man. like this dude, he investigated Tether for months to see if they were legit. Then like, he's like, I don't see anything wrong. He became best boats at Devastini. And the <laughs> the author of this article <laughs> went back to the U.S. after visiting Chalapin in the Bahamas. And uh, they obtained documents showing detailed account of Tether's holding, Tether Holdings Reserves. And it included billions of dollars short-term, of short-term mm-hmm. loans to, to Chinese companies. And that's something that like money markets avoid because, you know, you own large, you own loan, you have, you have short term loans to Chinese companies and you don't want that. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. So you will like, again, it's just money laundering shit because one of the country they have like ties to one of the largest property developers, China Evergrande Group, when it started to collapse. Billions of dollars to other crypto com- companies is like using with Bitcoin as collateral. Like Celsius Network LTG, it's a quasi bank for cryptocurrency investors. Like, ah, oh God, it's it's convoluted. Like, I'm gonna like basically to wrap up the article. Right? Is mm-hmm. the author could not figure out where the fuck they their money, the six nine billion dollars are. <laughs> it really just came okay. down to Ugh. it's some of it's in the Bahamas. We know that for a fact. Dude. The rest of it is probably tied up in loans and corporate and them owning corporate debt. Like basically things where mm-hmm. it's like you fuckers don't have the money. Intangible. Yeah. Intangibles. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's what they're saying. And I haven't found anything about the, uh, about us, uh, the U S government figuring out what the fuck to do with tether because it is a highly illegal offshore company, allegedly. Mm. so we that's where we stand right now their money is probably in china their money is probably in the bahamas but their money is also probably like you said coin ops intangibles so if everyone mm. decided to cash in their tethers tomorrow it would cause a financial backlash that i can't wait for 
<laughs> it's just amazing that they were able to stitch themselves into like a debt debtor relationship, like in a legitimate sense, like insert themselves into the actual game of it without actually having proven anything. <laughs> You know, like, well, that's the thing I, with Devastini. Yeah, this he, is like, such invested a, a lot of game. The, the money from Tether into other sh- into weird shit and like the intangibles. Sure. So like, and like literally his coworkers were literally saying, it's like, dude, we shouldn't, can't do that. <laughs> like, mm. it's like, yeah, they, like, because if your gamble doesn't work out on the returns, we're fucked because this is a one-to-one mm-hmm. business. Our, our coin is one-to-one of the dollar. And if we don't have that dollar, right. we're fucked. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's just vapor coin. Like they're so We're that's the that. thing. They're so caught up in all these other corporations and all like in different countries that yeah, if they had to liquidate this shit, I don't think they could in time. Yeah, like mm. all of this shit would probably mm. be like, well, you're fucked, or like, well, this company you bought this well, thing is no fucked. one like like that. That's the thing though. Like a lot of people don't understand that. Like you know, fucking they talk about oh, you know, Jeff Bezos is the first guy, the first trillion dollar company. He's not worth a trillion dollars. Like he's not liquid anywhere near that. Yeah. Like if he had to sell his assets, we'd you know, we'd be looking at a lot of fucking money, no doubt, but it's not a trillion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. A lot of that goes into just how the way people like fucking speculate on what they think something is worth. And you know what? Maybe and it's always you know, crash. Maybe we just become like the author kind of ties this in with like the old west a little bit, because back in the day we, we used to have what was called wildcat banks. Like basically yeah. they were called wildcat mm-hmm. banks because they're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And they didn't even use like mm-hmm. real American dollars because dollars weren't a thing yet. We used to use like yeah. metal right. coins, like made of gold and yeah. silver because we all lived in D and D back in the wild west. And <laughs> yeah. like when Lincoln put a stop to that, like weird speculation and shit, but like, no, here's U S currency. And basically all of this weird paper money that banks were printing themselves, like banks used to make their own cash, like became fell out of disuse. People used to, fucking make wallpaper out of them and like either mm-hmm. this causes a horrible financial crisis or all these cryptocurrency bros like suddenly their money becomes useless mm-hmm. which will probably cause a really hope it's the latter problem yeah how integrated i think it would be is. comical to see them like you know like like 300 like, what happened you know i mean you no know, like three 300 of them they all get together at the end and they like buy some fucking like not a good cruise ship they buy like a shittier smaller <laughs> ship <laughs> and they're just gonna make us go of it work guys yeah yeah keep 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 Keep, keep entertaining us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep entertaining, entertaining us, yeah. But we live in a world where, like, oh. Dogecoin, which was made as a joke, went up to, like, billions of dollars. So I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. Just because Elon Musk. Yeah, we it. live in a world yeah. where billions of dollars are, are made and broke, are made and lost based on tweets. Based no on. World. Yeah, God. What's so, like. Say? Jesus Christ. I didn't know I would just miss the stock market. You know what I mean? I didn't think I would just, mm. as, like, a business minor because that's what i went for yeah. but like i didn't fucking think i would miss just the stock market you know because yeah. the stock market at least yeah, is like, stable in some ways up and down really but like at least it's something i understand cryptocurrencies finances well, go up and down because someone tweeted something i think the 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 time of like we we had our window of stability because like we had you know like yeah this the crash yeah. yeah the big the great depression one of many actually and all this time, like we only we, we had these recessions and they talked about how it was like way worse than it was back then. But I think like to scale, it's really about the same. Yeah. And every time we ever have something, it's always in one industry like they over speculate, mm-hmm. like when the oil crisis, the energy crisis in the 70s, like it, it was fucked up to have to push your car because you've been idling in line on a road to go to a gas station God. to fill up your tank for like 
in the seventies was like three, four dollars a gallon sometimes. Yeah. Like it was Dang. like fucked up in seventies yeah, money. You know what yeah. I mean? So like we never wanted to see that shit again, which is probably why we've been like trying to finger fuck the Middle East for forty years. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like we fucked up when we killed the Shah. You know what I mean? Like there, it's just all kinds of shit that we've done to get us to this point. And now we've got these dickheads who are kind of like really trying to fucking scam you into this idea, man. Like this fucking intangible thing. It's not like money, man. Cause it's on somebody's hard drive. And it's like, gives a fuck. Like we, how do you, we got a, like a housing crisis yeah. and a fucking college debt crisis that is yeah. going to destroy us very soon. Like you're going to have people who are losing everything on an, like that scale compounded with this plague so this fun little fucking like monopoly money game doesn't really like ring to a lot of folks who are having a hard time between meals no that's that's i think that's a fucking thing that i I just can't be interested in this because it doesn't solve a fucking single problem oh no no all it is is another way to launder like it just there's nothing about it that is better than the fucking shitty dollar that we are like everything i just talked about means nothing to all of us because all of this is just yeah. people with money fucking around or doing like classic money yeah. crimes and shit. They're literally juggling money in front of your face. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's exactly what this is. It's like there was that one joke. I can't remember what comedian it was, but they were talking about how like the government spent like f- fucking $100 million to advertise the new $20 bill. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the, the, when they when they put the rainbow colors yep. on, right? And it's just yeah. like you are just pissing in our face. You know what I mean? Like yep. that's just circulate it. You fuck. Yeah. We'll figure it out. And then, you know, do a commercial. It doesn't have to be $50 million. Be like, hey, yeah, no, we switched the 20s out. Yeah, cool, cool. That's it. That's all you got to do. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. This is just so dumb. And it's like. It just seems like cryptocurrency in general is just like, maybe if we all collectively believe in it, then it will become real. Yeah, that's what keeps it going. I believe that. Yeah. I totally believe that. I mean, it's it's a confidence game. Like, that is. That's what all of this is. It's it's very similar. Yeah. God, we just watched this, uh, the first part, there's going to be a series of these things, but it was about this, uh, what was it called? It's called the way down. It was about this lady, like Gwen something. I can't remember her fucking name now, but she ran, um, this church like in like, I don't want to say Nashville or something, but it was a cult because what she was doing was like using the Bible and weight loss as like this combination of things. Mm. So like the Lord help you lose 50 pounds kind of oh, stuff God, and it was like it's like much. so the first three episodes of it are just like this is some cult shit and like some of the people who are coming out to speak are still like in shadow because the daughter took over because spoiler alert which they give you the opening moments and you should know by now her and her husband who was some b-movie actor from back in the day uh and like five other people they crashed their fucking plane like it died shit. like <laughs> just last Dang. year just wow. in 2020 so wow. like this documentary it's weird because you could tell they had already been working on it yeah. and like now there are two more like three hour parts that are coming next year about it and i'm fascinated by it because this woman's hair is fucking bonkers <laughs> it is <laughs> fucking believable like you don't understand we're talking like kaiju karen like it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find a picture, but like, yeah, you know, like it's all of this stuff, though. If you can get into somebody's head that you have a problem, there is a problem in the world. You want to address it. But the only fucking solution is from me. Yeah. Then you got I mean, a problem. It's basically cryptocurrency. You know? Like, I liked it better when cryptocurrency were just used to buy, like, drugs, guns, and hookers. 
truth yeah. be told, I think it was safer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Weirdly yeah. enough, but like now it's just entered the mainstream financial market and it's just become even more of like a threat. But I don't it's, know. Like I said, I don't know if this crashing would even affect the rest of us, but it certainly doesn't solve any problems. Well, I mean, I don't know. We're, we're, you talk like a million versus a you know a billion. You know, a million seconds like, yeah. is like well, like it's it's like eleven days, and like a billion seconds is like thirty three years or some yeah. shit. So you know, there is a big gap there. And then when you're talking a trillion, it's that same exponential fucking you know increase. Yeah. Um. You know, there's, there's, I don't know what they say the fucking economy, like global economy is worth, but it's in the trillions. You know what I mean? Like they're saying that for sure. 69 billion is not a lot. I don't yeah. think it's going to be able to cave like the entire economic network. And there's oh probably. My what the f- oh what my God. Her what hair. the fuck? Yeah. Isn't I just hair? got it. Yeah. That helmet? Yeah. That can't be her hair. Yeah. And here's the funniest thing about it. As they go back in time, it like gets bigger and bigger. My better wow. half said, she's like, I think those people went in there and they did this as a joke. Like the, the next one that went in to do their hair for free, like did it to outdo the one before. And they just kept stacking it and stack. It's literally You'll like find a cryptocurrency metaphor doubles somewhere. the height of her head. It's, <laughs> it's the most severe carroting I've yeah, ever we seen. That the like face of man, that's... She wants to talk to the manager's deity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This shit's fucking whack. Oh god. She holds all of her charisma in her hair, I guess. Oh, it's scary shit. It's a it's a good doc. But you know, like it you see that in a lot of these things. You see that uh like uh the John of God, um, who was that, yeah, that asshole. Like yeah. man, yeah, do do a deep dive into that if you want to fucking not sleep for a week. Oprah like had him on the show a couple times. Like she was all about this faith healer from you know, whatever, and then like what was it? What is it? Um Bolsonaro, where the fuck Brazil? Yeah, yeah. and like he uh, he, he fucked people up, yeah. man. And then like mad, like it's, it's just that it's a culture. Here's the thing: it, they dangle. Uh, see, here's the thing: like religions have some good in them, yeah. but they are like sure. it's like the idea of you know don't be a dick. Is yeah. tra- it translates across yeah, the wall? Okay. It's when you get into the yeah. little dicky details of like don't eat shellfish kind of crap, where it's like. Yeah not like fascinating or like it's literally you could be a cult leader without talking to anybody because again this this italian dude yeah i mean it is really not fascinating i've been kind of tuned out this whole conversation (laughs) i'm not going to be able to remember a word of this not not because of you but just because you know this italian guy tries to live a very private life either because of of alleged crimes or just because he just doesn't want to fucking see anybody he doesn't have to be a cult leader cryptocurrency itself no. is the is the hook because it's money no that's it's, the scary yeah, part it's literally just yeah. it tickles this i guess is, the gambling part of your mind like why people like fucking lose everything yeah. on the stock market because they can't fucking stop buying and trading it's yeah. it's the same uh, shit this was this was like the inevitable like final form of heaven's gate you know yeah like, uh, people aren't gonna buy that the the comet's a spaceship but what if we throw some dangly invisible money in front of them Oh man, we're gonna go. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna go crazy. Uh, yeah, with money that is shit. the ultimate evil. Like yeah. that's the ultimate cult leaders. Like that's the thing that hooks yeah. you. And that's that is people's god. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's a lot of people's lifeline too. It's we just have, yeah, the problem no isn't the goddamn currency. The currency isn't the fucking issue. Like the currency exists, you know, for better or worse. 
they've chosen to give it to people who don't need it. And that's where we're coming into problems, whether it's crypto or not. Like crypto, I could give a fuck. It's a side story that like, whatever. They're going to claim victory once they just start calling money Bitcoin. And it's just going to be money. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to change any form. They just brand it differently. And they're like, see, we told you. And it's like, yeah, but it does all the shit it did before, (laughs) you know? Except I can use it at Seven Eleven now to buy fucking mountain. Like all the all the science fiction that call it credits instead of basically. Know. Yeah. Oh yeah. What was it? Double dollars. Double dollars or trigun? Yeah. <laughs> trigun. Yeah, like the double dollars. Yeah. It's it's so dumb and awesome at the same time because it's just two dollar <laughs> yeah. signs before this currency. Tom, like, is that means it's double the amount it is anywhere. I don't get this world, but I'm fascinated by it. It's, yeah. That's deeply <laughs> just beating you over the head with like, it's the future. You know, like, I love that. I love that. I love it when it's a blunt object yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah. That. Like, <laughs> they talk about it like all the time. We don't have, we're not going like, to get it. It comes up constantly yeah, in like, that show because he has a just stupid bounty. What, what was it in uh, Cowboy mm. Um Fuck, what was it? It was um not New Yen. It wasn't Yen. It was a Chinese currency, I believe. Uh, wasn't it Wulongs? Wulongs, yeah, it was Wulongs. No. Yes, yeah. thank you. Fuck yeah. Because yeah. I was I was just thinking about the the, the cowboy uh, fucking like bounty the, the commercials. TV show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes me yeah. so happy. I need to rewatch that because I'm. That's another thing. Not real excited about the live action one. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna I, check I, it I out. John Cho. I do. John Cho. One hundred percent. Good cast. Great. I'm gonna check it out. Yoko Kano's doing the music. I'm fucking in. But like, I just I just wish why? John Cho would have done. Chew instead of Cowboy Bebop. Oh my god, I know, right? Man. Oh, oh I want to. It would have been so good. Chew is so fucking funny. Yeah. Great actor. I really like I him. Only, like, so yeah. I'm like, I only had the first three volumes of that, but they were fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's all I got, guys. Anyways, so I'm glad. So, yeah. I turned, actually, I no, think that's, no, no. Real quick, I do have one more thing. Oh, shit. And we're not going to get into it too much because we got to wrap this up. I'm just going to read the headline and I'll get me to let you all speculate on this. We'll put the link somewhere. Uh, Chinese noisy dancing grannies silenced by device that disables speakers. (laughs) That is my favorite thing I've heard in so long. Yeah, I didn't actually I didn't actually uh, read this one. Um, You might have to go into a little bit of detail. No, we need you can't just leave. People people are too scared to confront the dancing grandmas because they have grandma dancing gangs. So a group of (laughs) because it's a group of middle aged and older. Where are they? Basically, where are they? They're in China. And what did they? But I mean, what are where are they in like their town? Like, what are they doing? Are they roving? Are they walking around with like umbrellas and just beating the shit out of people? Like, <laughs> God, I wish. they do like a pirouette. They, no, they do like close it orange kind of shit. Yeah. Like, no, it, it's oh. basically grandma. Like all these ladies are showing up in parks and whatnot, and they like do. And they're from the uh, they're old enough to have experienced a cultural revolution. So they like mm-hmm. showing up in parks and playing like loud music and uh, dancing and doing aerobics. You know, help them socialize because they're, you know, they're okay. older, their families. I get it. Way. Yeah, yeah. And this is what they used to do in I the cultural it. revolution, you know, build, you know, communism, build bonds, you know, so they, they're used to doing this and they really enjoy doing it. Problem is, yeah. it's loud as shit. And <laughs> Chinese, <laughs> what are they the doing? Chinese government and, and just folks don't appreciate it. <laughs> are they just like whipping out a boom box and like throwing down some dubstep basically or like yeah like, like but or are they just I mean, loud vocally? i think it's just like, loud music loud vocally like it's so i did see the thumbnail for this and i love that it's like a gram like it's a it's an older woman but she's wearing like a, a 
tracksuit. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I'd, <laughs> I'd so love one this. Asshole this is like tool. Mark Laner. So what's one asshole invented something where he could point it at a boot, like basically a boom box and, and turn it off yeah. because he's a fucking okay. dick. And wow. this caused some controversy because it's like, the other thing is too, and I wasn't <laughs> expecting this article to go, there were grandma gangs who would literally confront each awesome. other because their their oh music is clashing when they're wow. trying to do aerobics <laughs> in the same park. So they would turn it up louder right. to drown out the other person because they're, they're dude. No, you don't understand. This is the, this is how like sound system fucking shit yeah. started like in Jamaica and in fucking yeah. Brooklyn and the Bronx and shit. <laughs> like it was always like who, what crew had the louder fucking exactly. sound system. And were, Goddamn Chinese granny gangs are doing it. <laughs> the best thing in the world. Are you shitting me? It's my favorite thing. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, this is amazeballs. Yep. Oh, yeah. I thank you. I needed this uh, like to rinse out the fucking previous so, shit. Like, so these these de- this device that you can apparently is so how how does that work? Does, does it explain? Know. Like, it's probably something okay. to do with, like it just wireless. sounds like a remote. Yeah, it's basically a remote, but yeah. yeah. like he could use it on like almost everything. Then just. Just go. Yeah, yeah right, he thinks I he's guess. like doing his go- yeah. his government's due diligence by like I'm being a good citizen, but like honestly, I think you're just being a dick. Apparently, in one in, yeah. in Lanzhou City in Gansu, uh, they found a solution. They're just using Bluetooth earphones. Oh, nice. oh. All right. oh, that that is a solution. But like, but you, I mean, you know what? I don't know. Just yeah. Don't, noise complaints are silly to me. Yeah, I don't think. disrupt the grannies. Like they, they literally call it square dancing because it's like Chinese square dancing, yeah. and like they've been doing this yeah. forever. It's part of like it's part of their history you know mm. it's an important part it's an important part of china's history it's during the red guard era like let let them fucking do it like you know i am very pro granny yeah. gang yeah um, i'm this is, i support the granny gangs i'd like to join fantastic uh, you'll see me someday i want to know what like their names are yeah like you're gonna see me someday in a tracksuit just doing aerobics with these ladies and not like not like a a, a gangst like a russian gangster tracksuit but like a tracksuit that an old woman would no, wear. Yeah. No, you're, you're going to like, like the, the blue and the purple. Oh, and no, it's going to be a Russian windbreaker from the nineties. One hundred percent. It's going to be a Russian gang. It's going to be a Russian tracksuit, but it's going to be like pink and per- like granny colors with like yeah. aviators yeah. on. It's got the like, white Adidas stripes. One hundred percent. Fuck, man, I want. If that they now. start wearing, they if they got their baseball caps like just like. T- t- <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Well, I mean, have you seen Nora from Queens with Aquafina? Yeah. Hmm. Not yet. The woman playing her grandmother by all, oh my God, I imagine her in this. Like, this is, she's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, there's an episode um, where uh, she takes Nora to Atlantic City and it's like to go gambling. And no, it's to sit at a table with her friends, take the free, like, food ticket, and then watch Korean. Um, so <laughs> and they they're they're it but when they get there there's another group of korean women because they're chinese women korean women are sitting at the table that has the plug oh so they can't keep their tablets powered <laughs> and they have a fucking gang war it's, it's fucking like i have an image of I what love, this is like i already. love this shit it's too amazing. because it's like granny gangs versus young folk because it's the young people who have a problem with it because of that like they're like oh we're from the red guard <laughs> era they don't respect society and oh you, you see this in dc yeah like the yeah. Fucking young people have a problem with the grannies but even the cops are like no because like the motherfuckers are coming at these granny gangs with like stun guns to shoot their boom boxes basically and <laughs> thank god and the cops are 
It's only the fucking boot. No, like, you want to see them tasing a granny? That's what they're saying. The grannies will destroy. The cops are like walking up to them and they're like, "No, you're not." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. Because apparently in China, it's like you know the majority wins in that kind of sense. I guess so. It's like the more people I, are gathered, and I guess the cops will defend this, you. I guess in some way. So it's. I need this film to. Exist. They're like, no, you're, no, you're not. You're you're gonna you're gonna hand that to me, kid. <laughs> so it's just the young, I want, I it's want. the boring young people going against the granny gangs. Because these <laughs> young people were born in a different era where you have to like respect society. Yeah. I want to see this. I want to yeah. see this fucking movie. I want this movie made. Oh God. Um, yeah. I want this I movie mean, made immediately. Yeah. I really directed um, by, let's see. Stephen Chow. Yeah. Or yeah. Taika Waititi. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be good. Oh, this shit's involving like, because <laughs> fuckers who like against the grannies are have, like spreading, like smelling tofu throwing paint around and engine oil oh dude while no. they're dancing no <laughs> so, you're not doing that to the fucking yeah motherfuckers grannies. are like going at the grannies and i'm like motherfucker you wow. don't understand they got experience yeah. and they will fuck they will your fuck world you up. up you don't even know dude like part of it is respect your elders but part of it is they know more tricks yeah. you learn a lot of tricks in a year and they got 50 on you they will fuck you up man and Oh, shit. I just love because I, I mean, just love these old ladies being like motherfuckers. You don't know what communism. You don't know what weird communism is. We know what weird communism is. Yeah, they're like we have <laughs> like seen genuinely shit weird that will turn you just transform. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can almost say they've oh. seen things that you wouldn't believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we should probably yeah. do plugs now, right? Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Shameless self promotion. Oh yeah, we got the we got the Patreon at patreon.com slash neon dystopia. We are on the Twitters with uh at Neon Dystopia and at L0WL1F3THE. We also have a Discord. I'll pop that link down there because uh, we're all trying to figure out, you know, what the fuck games to play. I am currently never not playing. Yeah, uh, next Sunday, time. next Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern yeah. Standard Time. Uh, Two days from now. Yeah, if you guys are listening to this and you are, no, uh, not next Sunday, not this Sunday. Oh, uh, not this Sunday? Not the uh, wait. 16th, 17th, 17th, yes. The 17th? 17th. Yes, so right. this this next This is dropping on Sunday, the 15th. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, this is dropping on the 15th, so, so it will yeah. come out yeah, on the yeah. 17th. We'll All right, so yeah, if you guys are listening to this, you guys get and you have a Discord, you know, drop on in and uh, mm-hmm. you know, let me know what kind of games you yes. want to play. Um, yeah, yeah, because okay, uh, yeah, it's basically just a open invitation to anybody who's listening. So yeah, yeah, and just hang out with us because like something yeah. fucked up will happen and you, you'll let me know about something crazy like you know, yeah, floating yes, armories, and then I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, and a reminder, yes, we need to find out who this Ukrainian man was. Um, Fucking legend. The fact that the company kept him <laughs> after the first hijacking is incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. No, Ooh, I, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. He proved Holy he was God. either really bad or incredible at his job. Yeah. Dude, imagine, okay, you're like a waiter and you go into work and you go into the full dining room during rush hour and you pull out a fucking semi-automatic weapon. And you just like fire a shot in the air and everybody gets real quiet and then they talk you down and then you're like, eh. You're not coming back for another shift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
not here regardless uh, regardless like not at the certainly not for the same company you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. maybe not several others that's incredible to me anyway uh, well, if the guys out to sea at the time you know firing him at that point might not have been the best idea but yeah yeah that's just my opinion anyway they didn't want to kill him they were all broke too anyway <laughs> Oh. So goddamn it, yeah. We we also got Facebook pages. It's there. Yeah, it's there's there. I update it. I update that. I update um, the Twitter so you can check out what's going on. Uh, you mm, communicate with me through Twitter. If, I, as this has been coming up, if you're having trouble listening, I'm not able to upload the fucking episodes to YouTube right now because of computer issues. This thing's only letting me like open one or two goddamn websites. But you know, I can use my onboard stuff. I'm just trying to keep it offline right now. Yeah. Um, cause I don't know what the fuck it's doing, but, uh, we are also on, you know, like if you go to the RSS feed, that's fine. That's the archive one. If that's not working for you, we're also on iTunes. We're on Stitcher, which I've never looked at and don't even know what that yeah, app is about, but I applied for it and they let us in and we're on Spotify too. So like yeah. those, those are three other ways yeah. that you can like try also to through, uh, We have enough episodes. We got picked up a while ago on Google's, whatever the fuck it's called app. I use that yeah. to listen to all podcasts because all podcasts mm-hmm. are on it. So if you if mm-hmm. you're li- like to listen on your phone, you could just pop in Google's uh, app and you could listen to what's on there. Yeah. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So we, we will get to the, the, uh, the, the YouTube. Yeah. Someday. Uh, someday. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, enjoy the rest of your spoopy muff and uh, we'll see you in a week. Yeah. yeah. And if you have to, yeah. hijack a boat to start a union. Double. Double. Double.